Jones Podcast Network. All right, so we have things for you. What you got for me here? Uh, I want to show you. This is this is what we watched. Oh, you watched it on VHS. I watched it on oh, VHS, watch- Tina, and uh, I had a backup, which is the original, like VHS run from Vestron oh. Video. Um, they they produced it and released it. This is from the original run. It's obviously like very fucking watered down. And yeah, it's worn out. it's seen things. But so I was like, well, yeah. if this if the newer better copy doesn't work, then this one probably still works. But I don't know. Uh, it turns out I have it on VHS. Wow. I have a working VCR now. So look at that. When we start actually talking about the film, I can tell you what the trailers on the tape were. Oh, I'm so excited! I love trailers on VHS. Right? Yeah. I thought you would enjoy this. Second thing. <laughs> Welcome back, old friend. Yeah. Third thing. Got you a little little wedding present if you wanted to open that on oh, the air. You thank can. you. On the air if you wedding present. To. Let's sit this bell down. <laughs> See how like labored my motions are? I'm like 105. I can't even just This is very nicely wrapped. Oh thank you. Allison did it. <laughs> Alright, I don't even have it. I don't even have it a quarter of the way opened, and Mark Wahlberg is looking at me. So. Oh, so you opened it perfectly. The wall sauce. <laughs> Who's Chef Paul? I don't know. Is he a Wahlberg? I don't know. Is he Paulberg? Paul Wahlberg. <laughs> what is even in this? I don't know. It literally could all be meat. I don't know. <laughs> Ingredients. Natural ketchup. It's called tomatoes. <laughs> Sugar, vinegar, sea salt, dehydrated onion, garlic powder, and a million other things. Chili sauce, mustard. It's like a spicy ketchup. Yeah. This is very fancy, thank you. Sure. <laughs> Under license of Wahlburgers LLC. <laughs> That's a thing. eventually do another Wahlberg movie. The Father Whoever. Oh, Father Stu? Father Stu. That's the new Wahlberg movie. It's where he's a former boxer. I used oh, to be a boxer. Now I'm a, God, I'm a pastor yeah, or whatever. No, I saw, the, I saw the trailer for that. Michael and I were in hysterics. Oh, my, my, good, my good friend Mel Gibson's in it, dude. I know. Well, that was, that was why I was like, I absolutely can't watch it. I mean, that was why, though. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Right. Oh, Kevin Spacey's there too. Great. Oh, God. Is he? No. Oh. No. <laughs> But that's a good segue into the next thing I have prepared for this episode. Oh, okay. So, speaking of, he showed up surprising me negatively in, by the time this episode is out, it will be a recent episode, Austin Powers in Goldmember. Oh, yeah, I saw you guys did that. He plays Dr. Evil in the movie within a movie. So, speaking of that film, I got the following message today on our Instagram. Oh. Ooh, go on. This morning. So after, it was, Hello. I said, hi. (laughs) I'm already like, "Mm." they respond. How are you? We're great. This is a podcast account, by the way. Do you have a question or anything? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. 
Yes. Have you seen capitalized Austin? Capitalized. Powers Gold Member movie? Not capitalized. None of that. As I said, we talk about it on the next episode. Drops next Wednesday. This scene is from this movie, right? And then they attached a link, which I did not click. Which uh-huh. is clear. Like, the screenshot, it's hard to see, but I, I looked at it for a minute. It's clearly somebody's, like, computer. Right. With other videos, like, up of, like, Mario and some other shit. And then, like, in the background is a scene with Fat Bastard in it. Uh-huh. And I was like, yes. And they're like, but why the woman hidden the sumos with her cart? Big pardon. I will read it again verbatim. But why the woman hidden the sumos with her cart? For 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 listeners, this is the scene in Goldmember where they go to they go to Japan and they find out Fat Bastard is there. He is a sumo wrestler now, and they need information from him. He's in the sumo bathhouse, uh, using the bathroom, talking about how he shit a bunch of corn. AKA Hunter's favorite scene in the movie, vomits, yeah. dies. Um, yeah, so it. the woman is Beyonce in this? <laughs> I, she's pushing the cart to I'm get assume, the... <laughs> I'm assuming. Okay, so. But why the woman hidden the sumos with her cart? No idea, I said. They are totally naked? No idea, I said. <laughs> but Foxy oh. is shocked. I said, seems that way. They respond with, I said, seems that way. Seems that Foxy is shocked. They respond with, you think sumos are bothered to be naked in front of her? I said, Where is this going? I said, you'd have to ask them. They respond with, but why they remove underwear, LOL? I said, no idea. <laughs> and now at this point, I'm like, I don't know if we're talking about the same. Like, it's definitely, that's the screenshot. But I'm like, are you, do you maybe have the porno parody of Goldmember or something? Right, I don't you- know what you're talking about because I don't remember this much in- integral nudity in that scene. There are sumo wrestlers, like, in the bath, like, in its soak. Yeah, it's a, it's a, well, no, it's a laundry yeah. thing. She's collecting the, like, Right, you but know, I, but I'm saying, saying they're, the, the, the wrestlers are in, like, the soak. They're, yeah. they're soaking in, like, hot tubs and shit. Yeah. But it's not like they're, like, walking around nude. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, so, okay. I vaguely remember this. Well, right. and, like, Fat Bastard's in a towel. Right. Yeah. So. I don't remember anybody being actually naked. So I said, I have no idea. They said, can you talk about that in your podcast? <laughs> I said emphatically no with a period at the end, which well, I've been told means you know you fucked up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Technically, we are talking about it. Yeah, but not on that episode. No, no. They said why? <laughs> I said episode is already recorded. They said, oh, okay, and we, the we with two E's, we, the sumos taking bath in the movie. And they corrected, we see the sumos taking bath in the movie, question mark? I said, there is a sumo scene in the movie, yes. And they said, and they wear what in the bathroom? What is this? And I said, don't remember. You apparently have a video of it. Why are you asking me? (laughs) Right. They said, because I wonder if they are naked under their towels. I said, so, you're asking me to speculate about things that are not shown in the movie for your specific fetish? Why don't you learn Japanese, contact an authentic sumo wrestler, and ask them? Uh-huh. Their response is, because it's weird to be naked in front of Foxy. <laughs> and I said... This is all very weird. This is the end of it. I said, whatever you say, well, this has been fun, but I have a fruitcake in the oven and I have to go block you so you can stop wasting my time with your specific fetish conversation. Have a great life. And I blocked them. Oh my god. Hunter, remember that time that the sushi restaurant kept talking to you on... Yes, I had a back and forth with the sushi restaurant once on Twitter. <laughs> 
Why? Like the, the was, account of a, of a sushi Yeah, of a local, local-ish <laughs> sushi restaurant. Um, I don't know. I tweeted some random thing. It wasn't about sushi or anything Asian, I don't think, at all. Really, like, It was just like a random thing. And they were like a movie maybe I was watching. Where I was like, oh, do you ever see whatever? Bend it like Beckham? Whatever. And they were like, <laughs> great movie. And I was like, yeah, I, I liked it. Whatever. And they're like, you should come in and get some sushi. And I was like, this is a weird, this is a weird pitch that you're doing here. <laughs> and I was like, what, what, why, did, how did you find this tweet? Like, I'm not, I'm not anybody. I'm not popular. Like, it's not, I, I had no likes and no retweets on it. Like, it wasn't like, oh, this thing's burning up the internet. I'll throw my comment in there. The only person that responded. <laughs> and you were like, great movie. Now buy sushi. I've complimented you. Buy sushi. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so it weird. It was so weird. And we had a back and forth for like two weeks where every day I would tweet it though. <laughs> nothing like mean because i was just having fun yeah. with it but just me being like how's the sushi business today and they're like quite good <laughs> like or whatever <laughs> and they're like have you come in did you like it i was like i haven't been down there yet i will i will get down there <laughs> the internet is a weird place yeah, I, it, yeah. It's, it's it it was the best of times it was the blurst of times yeah that's so weird so yeah that was what happened this morning this morning that, that was happened. this morning that conversation not the sushi yeah, the sumo no, yeah right this is the thing where when i was getting my coffee you were like i have a thing yeah okay wow and i was like trying to do work so every time my phone buzz and i'm like what is oh it's, it's you again hunter was up at seven o'clock this morning so i mean they could have written an email that would have been a better email oh boy this would have been better as an email it would have been better as an email sent to nobody ever <laughs> yeah i think they were jerking it while talking to you about it right which is like then pay me fuck you pay me well right if I'm getting you off and we're not in a relationship, or at least friends, and we're not, because I don't know who you are, and I'm making you come, they're See, paying you. Which one of us be... do you think they were hoping for? I don't think they know or care. Okay. No, I think it's kind of like a whoever answers thing. It's like flashing people. Yeah. Ah, but, yep. you yeah. know, the thing is... Remember chat roulette? Boy, do I. Yeah. Remember the cheese guy? <laughs> I do remember the cheese guy. Do you remember the cheese guy? Vaguely oh, your the neck Swiss of the woods. Cheese yeah. guy. <laughs> yes, I do. It's your neck of the woods. For listeners, yeah, down in Philadelphia, the cheese guy was a guy who would masturbate with a piece of Swiss cheese he would in pull front up. of people. Yeah, he would pull in up his in his car. car to groups of, you know, usually young women on mm-hmm. like walking around uh, on like Frankfurt Ave or sometimes like Aramingo and Oh my god. Yep. Well, see, you know how it used to be, like, no free feet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it's no free DMs. Yeah, yeah, you gotta lock those things down. So, you know, if you'd like to DM Hate Watch, Great Watch, uh, you will have to subscribe to the Patreon. Yeah, we're gonna... Yes. Yeah, it's gonna have to... Especially if this is about yeah. what you're showing Foxy, or what yeah. you're not yeah. showing Foxy. Yeah, show your receipts. As long as your thing is my apathetic reaction, because I'm like, listen, I'm not gonna... <laughs> I'm not feeding your egos, folks. Some people are really into that. Though. No, that's the thing. Yeah. I had I had an ex. Yeah. I had an ex one time that started like sexy texting me from like a night out with uh, some of her friends. Mm-hmm. Um, she was watching a burlesque show uh, uh-huh. with friends, and I was sick. I was like really sick. I had, like the flu and can't get off the couch. I've been like coughing and shit for like three days. Like everything hurts and I'm sore and like I just like can't breathe. I got Vicks vapor rub all over me. I'm just like slimy and oozy. I'm spitting every five seconds into a trash can because I'm just producing so much mucus. And she starts like sexy texting me. Okay. And it keeps going back and forth and I was really not into it. And uh, she was also drunk. And so I was just like, I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, that's, 
listen, I would be really more into this any other time, but I just feel like shit. Like, I had not sleep. I can't sleep because I was coughing all night. and like, so tired, and I just feel like shit. I feel gum on the bottom of somebody's shoe. And she just keeps being like, my nipples are so hard, or whatever, <laughs> you know. And, and so I was just like, she does not care at all. And so then I just was like, this morning I blew my nose and there was like black stuff in it. I don't know if that was brain or like, and I just was like, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I coughed last night so hard. I almost threw up, you know, I was just like, and I was just describing like my symptoms. And, and was, she's having a conversation with herself. Right. And she's just like, <laughs> she's like, my hands in my panties right now. And I'm just like, I uh, sweat. I was sweating so much in the night because of my fever that I had to change my t-shirt like three times. And she's <laughs> And she, and was, she took it as I'm so wet right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, <laughs> as as Jerry Seinfeld would say, she's into it. Like uh-huh. that was, and um, yeah, she was into it all the way to the end. Yeah, and I was like, great. While you're expelling mucus. From yeah. Your oh body. yeah. This couldn't happen on a night when I'm just like home with nothing else to do. That's the dream. <laughs> Is it the dream? It's a dream. <laughs> <laughs> just one. Yeah, yeah. Someone is just like, it's it's just like, hey. A, we're not together, but I'm thinking of you. That's nice. Yeah, okay. Things feel good. Yeah. <laughs> B, let's have some fun. Naughty. Naughty's fun. We all like that. That's fine. And then, like, I'll take care of me. You take care of you. It's fine. I mean, that is the easier way. There's no yeah. pressure. There's no, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, get it done real quick. No, you just check in. Everyone's like, you having a good time? Yeah, good. Okay, go keep going. Yeah. It's great. Like, that's that's great. That's fair. Uh, especially on, like, a night where I would theoretically just, like, be off from work and be like, oh, I'm just at home, like, alphabetizing my DVDs or fucking cleaning this or drawing or writing something. Like, you know. So, you know I can I can take it's a It's a fun surprise. Right. Yeah, all right, I'll give you I that. I don't need both hands to shell these DVDs. <laughs> right, these DVDs and wait. You do need both hands to blow your nose. Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> <laughs> the final effect is very similar. I Well, that's what I mean. I mean, she thought you were, but in fact, you... I was very explicit with, I am not, I am not jerking it. And this is, I'm not kink shaming at all. I think that was her, I think she liked that I wasn't into it. I think she liked, you know, that I didn't care and was kind of like, I I don't even give a shit to like feed your fantasy. I'm just going to talk about how disgusting I I think she was just like, I'm a worm. Like that was, you know, I really do. But anyway, that was a fun, a fun thing. That was a fun anecdote. But yeah, so if somebody wants to message uh, uh, us and just have me be like apathetically like I'm working on other, I was, I was working on other shit this morning. You gotta pay for it. No <laughs> yeah, free you gotta feet. pay. I guess that's a shirt we're making. Yeah. What's our lowest Patreon tier? Is it three dollars a month? Three dollars, I think. For three dollars is a goddamn steal. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, yeah. did you finish it? Hate with... watch, great watch. Use two hands to blow your nose. Hate watch, great watch. No free feet. Hate watch, great watch. Hate watch, but... great watch. I commit to the bit. I commit to the bit. These are buttons <laughs> and shirts. So. Tina, welcome back. Thank you. Uh, after a, a, a long and protracted uh, uh, absence. Yeah, this Doesn't is the first time I've. Protracted mean short. I don't actually know. Yeah, now I'm now I'm not sure. I thought that w- may, you might be right. Well, Lasting for a long time or longer than expected or usual. Yeah. I thought it meant like truncated. Ah, yeah. Which I guess is the uh, opposite. The opposite. Turns yeah. Out. Yeah. yeah. It's like fucking dearth. Dearth. I hate that guy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so dearth sounds like it should be a lot of something but it's actually a lot dearth, of something dearth sounds like a medieval guy that just everybody from the king to the lowest lowliest pig farmer just kicked his ass right down a, a hill into a mud pit i see i don't know take that one dearth my brain just goes to fred dearth nobody fred dearth went from dearth to girth 
Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you went that way. Yeah. I don't blame you. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, this has been Allison's no, Word keep, Corner. Yeah, Welcome keep, to words. Keep talking about it slowly, but I'll, I'll go right to girth. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Yay! $3. Woo! Yeah, somebody $3. Put $3. $3 in the cup. This is the first time I've been Three on in a while bucks. by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would love to have him. Like yeah. Yeah, he'll come back. Yeah. But he can't be on all of them. No, he steals it, the show. It's fun to it's fun to you know variety. Talking to Allison, trying to plan out the next couple of months of like recording, mm. and I looked and I have a notes app. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder, uh, we talked about anything with Tina, and it just said a Mark Wahlberg movie. I was like, <laughs> right, we did actually talk. I remember I was talking about this and you being like, I think it's time. Like, I haven't done a Wahlberg movie in a little bit. I haven't, and we should. Right, and I was like, okay, and then Dirty Dancing, and I was like, oh, that might be fun. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so yeah, so you you chose Dirty Dancing. Yes. <clears throat> well, see, Dirty Dancing oh, from the year nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, didn't they do a remake? Uh, they, they did, did the Havana Nights, but yeah, they okay, also okay, did a okay. They did a uh, yes, they did Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, which is a sequel in which Patrick Swayze plays a dance instructor, mm-hmm. but he's not the main character. And um, they did a like made for TV version or TV movie version. A very special presentation. Yeah, kind of thing. Um, but I don't know much about either of them. Um, okay. But from 1987, directed by Emil Ardolino. Is that right? Ardolino? Sure. Sounds right. Yeah, uh, Ardolino directed TV movie Gypsy with Bette Midler. Oh. Um, the 1993 production of The Nutcracker. Something called Chances Are that I don't know. Uh, the sequel to Three Men and a Baby, Three Men and a Little Lady in 1990. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. probably besides this, his biggest uh title sister act 1992 i didn't know that yeah me either nice that's cool yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting little filmography yeah so fun fact um dirty dancing i've seen i don't know it's gotta be in the thousands of times wow. i've seen mm-hmm. it it's just unreal how many times i've watched it but sister act is probably pretty close and i had no idea that they were the same director yeah yeah this was my first watch of Ever? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Tina, I've never yeah. seen this movie. Yeah. Neither of you? Tina, I've yeah. never seen this movie before. Oh my god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I've never seen this movie. Oh, ever. I'm so I'm so excited. It's I, just a movie that I knew through cultural I osmosis. Wish we watched it together now. Yeah, sure. I did know most of the story beats. Um but yeah, I just through cultural osmosis, I was like, oh yeah, I know this. Like Oh my god. I've seen it so many times since I was a kid <laughs> that like it's just, it's part of my cultural identity. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, excellent humans, and welcome to another Hate Watch, Great Watch podcast. I'm your host, Allison Kulis, here with your host. Hunter Bush, hello. And our good friend, and how many times? I believe this is 11. How many Beerman got? I think he's like 13 or 14. God damn it! <laughs> hey man, you should have gotten married, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You should have Skyped in from your fucking honeymoon. I had COVID. <laughs> Beerman didn't have COVID. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> Beerman. I saw his checklist today in his little pocket notebook and it said, go to Chicago, check. Don't get COVID, check. Have more episodes than Tina, check. I was like, oh boy, she's going to be mad to hear about this. Wait, is that you know real? What? No. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You know what? I mean, yes, yeah, it is real. <laughs> he can have it. You can have it, Beerman. 
Enjoy it. COVID? <laughs> I don't wish COVID on anybody. No, no. Not no. even Beerman. No, no. No, I like Beerman. Um, but yeah, he's got the lead right now. Um, and he's coming on again kind of soon. But like, uh, you could you could take him. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I believe in you. Uh, Especially because you got the little, like the back door, which is like, oh, I want to have Michael on. Like, and then you're like, oh, I was just hanging out. <laughs> you, you also started uh. out from behind before. Yeah. There's a lot of backdoor and behind. What are we talking about? No, I'm saying, like, the first time you were on Two the podcast, Beer and Harry boys. been on twice, right? <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> Love it. No, what? Did you ask me? <laughs> no, the first time you were on the podcast, I think Beer was already on twice before you. Yes, yeah, yeah. Of course he was. Oh, yeah, yeah he had a huge so, lead. yeah. He had, like, a three or four well, episode lead. I mean, yeah, I'm not worried about it. It's fine. No, no. It's fine. But also, weirdly, he did the other, like, big dancing movie. He did Flashdance with us, which I'd also oh, never yeah. seen. Yeah. We did that with Beerman? Yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, you don't listen to the episode. He's not time. memorable. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you know what? It just fell out of my face. So I didn't mean we to. Did, we did Flashdance. <laughs> Saucer of Milk I, Table, I was, too. I was saying to Hunter when we watched this, I'm like, we've done a lot of dance movies. And he's like, well, what have we done? And yeah, it was uh, Saturday Night Fever, Flashdance, Saturday mm-hmm. Night Fever, and then um, what else? Did we we did a I had a fourth thing besides you did Strictly Ballroom. It was oh yeah, Boz Strictly Lerman. Ballroom. Yep, Strictly mm. Ballroom. Yep. Yeah, we're I mean pro pro musicals, pro dance on this uh, podcast uh, openly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny like we have now, as Allison pointed out, done four dance movies, and like we're not getting any better at talking about it. Like. I still don't know what moves are called. I can't be like, oh, he plied into a dumpling. It doesn't matter. Nobody else right. knows either. No, I know. Well, there, there'd be somebody who's like really big in the dance who's like, ah. Oh. And they listen to it and they're like, and I'm like, does the spinny thing? And they're like, ah, oh. <laughs> it's fucking idiot. That's okay. I mean, we're just, we're not your people. I know. It's, I, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Eventually, I'll just absorb it and I'll understand how to talk about dance. Um, but a, a thing, a new segment on the show. Is, um, I go through uh, you know when I log that we've watched this on my Letterboxed, and I see who in the cast has been in other things that I've logged on Letterboxed and okay. what those things are. It's like an odd little you know filmography thing. Mm-hmm. So Patrick Swayze, I've only watched two other Patrick Swayze movies since I started my Letterboxed. Point Break and The Outsiders. Ghost, you know watch Ghost. I haven't watched Ghost yeah since I started Letterboxd. Mm. It's only like been five years. Okay. Um. Cynthia Rhodes, uh, who plays um, Penny. Yeah. Also in Flashdance. Oh. Um, I don't know who he played. Jack Weston is in this film. He's also in Ishtar. Uh, Lonnie Price, who is... Um, what's his name? Kellerman? Yeah, Neil. Neil Kellerman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the son. Kid, yeah. yeah, Lonnie Price. Uh, Lonnie Price is in The Muppets Take Manhattan. He sure is. And I was like... He's the, oh. the producer's son. Yeah, he's the yeah. producer's son, yeah. That's great. His whole career is that thing I can't remember the name of. What's it called? Nepotism? There you go. So Cousin Brucey is on the radio in this. Uh-huh. Cousin Brucey Morrow, who's like a legendary uh, DJ. Okay. He's also in Gas Pump Girls, which is like a kind of a softcore like sex comedy um, that I picked up a while ago that's like actually kind of funny and weird. Huh. I like, listen, if it had gone hardcore, I would have been fine with it, obviously. But it was just like a goofy, weird, horny, like teen comedy from the like 70s. And I was like, I'm fine. I'm here for this. It's pretty good. Um, and Wayne Knight, who is the like MC of a lot of the proceedings at the camp in this, mm-hmm. uh, besides being Newman on Seinfeld, right? Uh, which we've referenced numerous times, 
Uh, he's in To Die For with Nicole Kidman. I forgot about that. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Paula Truman, who is Mrs. Schumacher, is also in Moonstruck. She's the, like, the Nana in uh, the in, in Moonstruck. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, I was like, ooh, these are fun little yeah. connections. So, yeah, that's my that's our new segment. I did it on the last episode. I did it on this episode. Keep this momentum going. I found out something today that I didn't know, and I probably wouldn't have known. Because I, I, did, did any of you watch the Gilmore Girls? I, I didn't. Yeah, I told Hunter that, yeah, yeah the mom is the right. grandmother yeah. in Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she called that. She was like, ooh, is that the, the grandmother from Gilmore Girls? I was like, I don't, I've never seen it. Yeah, it is. So, the tape, and you were going to talk about what the um, trailers. trailers were and stuff, but one of the trailers is actually for Dirty Dancing. Not yeah, the soundtrack, weirdly. but the movie. Yeah, here's the list of the trailers. Ready? <laughs> There's a trailer for Blockbuster, the video rental oh. establishment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought you were going to say blockbuster movie. Nope. No. They're like, they're straight up just like, just blockbuster make movies. it a blockbuster night. Like, and I was like, oh, fuck. That's, that's a nice nostalgia trigger. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I was like, oh. Then a trailer for like one of the Rambo sequels or like Rambo special edition on VHS where it had like a behind the scenes, like special making of Rambo thing with Stallone. And I was like, oh, I bet that's really good. Who is their target audience here? Dude, it gets weirder. Well, it's the, the ne- it's if you're bored and your girlfriend's making you watch no. Dirty Dancing, maybe <laughs> they'll is... be interested in Rambo. Yeah, after yeah, they're this. like, oh, this is for chicks. <laughs> we gotta get the dudes. So then, the weirdest one of all, Tina. This was literally like, hey, you. This is on a VHS tape, so you have a VCR. Rent this. It's these two things, two things which are dropping. They're releasing on the same day. They are. Is it NBC or ABC? Like. Direct to TV movie Merlin. Oh, and yeah. the film Suicide Kings. Yep. Do you know this film? No, I, I actually remember Merlin. Yeah. Uh, so, Suicide Kings is a black comedy. Yeah, it's fine. Um, it's, it's got a pretty good cast for the era. It's um Henry Thomas, uh, Jeremy Sisto, Jay Moore, uh, a couple of other people. Dennis Leary is in it. Okay. Um, and yeah, it's like a. Uh, oh, and one of the. Is it one of the Sean Patrick Flannery or? Oh, maybe one of the um, one of them, one of the uh, Boondocks. <laughs> one of those Boondocks. But yeah, they like uh, they kidnap fake... Christopher Walken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girlfriend got abducted. It's uh, one guy's girlfriend, the other guy's sister. Okay. Like in this group, and they they want to get her back, so they kidnap Walken, and they're gonna hold him for ransom, get the money for his ransom, give it to the other kidnappers, get her back. That's the plan. Except. <laughs> It's all bull- it's all bullshit and whatever and it's not it's a fake kidnapping so they can get enough money to run away together because the father of the girl doesn't like the guy friend guy because he's like a lower class or whatever. Um, oh, but it's a dark comedy. It's it's a movie I watched a lot as a kid because I had a lot of actors I liked. Yeah, I mean I guess that's the common thread between Dirty Dancing and Suicide Kings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actors I liked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, well, I remember it being somewhat tense, which it's you know, good. It's good yeah. The father not liking the boyfriend. Yes, is kind yeah. of it's an thing. extremely of its moment movie. Yeah, and the the fucking credits look like Seven, like they found them in the dumpster behind Seven. Yeah, <laughs> and they were like they just brushed them off. Like, These are still good. Also, Christopher Walken's got some real like shoe polished looking dyed hair. Yeah, I mean, oh. like I'm not gonna go into his look. And in it's fine. He looks fine. He looks like a mob boss. It's great. He's tied yeah. to a chair the whole time. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah. I can't feel my hands. You gotta untie me. And they're like, Ooh. Jay Moore's like, Oh, we can't do it. I don't know what to do. It's great. That's very good. Thank yeah. you. So, 
so on 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 this tape there was an advertisement for and then dirty dancing dirty dancing not and it the started soundtrack. and i was like oh is this gonna be the soundtrack yeah not the soundtrack nope. the actual movie that is on the tape that we are watching so like yeah you got me yes on, i don't understand on, on this artisan release mm-hmm. of dirty dancing yeah, I mean, so, maybe it's just for, like, you know, yeah. It, they just stick it on know. front of all their things that got released that season. That's yeah. what it You is. know, I'm a little curious, actually, because I think I have, like, a special edition DVD version of Dirty Dancing or something. And when I watched it, there were scenes in it that oh. were longer. Yeah, the 25th anniversary has some extended and some cut footage restored. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So there's a little bit more in that than, yep. I guess, what you guys watched. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So I may reference things you don't know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you hear us like going past a thing, you're like, "Oh, this was maybe longer or whatever." Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. Know. Yes. Again, had not seen this movie. Didn't actually know who was in it. Just knew it was like a dance movie, and nobody puts baby in the corner and blah blah blah. And so I'm like, "Oh, it's Roadhouse and Ferris Bueller's Day Off." Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. she's in Fer- she's right. Ferris yeah. Bueller's sister. Yeah. 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 Um, and so I knew about those things as well. Uh Um, and I also, I knew, you know, I've had the time in my life. Like that was from the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Yeah, that I didn't know. And then I was kind of like, cause like I know it from like the fucking Caribbean cruise, uh, commercials. Sure, (laughs) Use it or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, they do. Yeah. And so like, you know, I was like, oh, I guess it's from this. And then like, there's also parts where it's just like a little like soft piano. Where I'm like, oh, it's like it's like baby's theme. Is I've I've had the time of my life. Yeah. So what yeah. I think yeah. is so funny about this soundtrack is almost every single song has the word baby in it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. Which like, I mean, that's easy enough to find, yeah, obviously. Yeah. But if you when you start to notice it, you yeah. can't, can't unnotice yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I thought it was weird because like. I assumed it was a contemporary 80s movie. Yeah, well, and it looks like one. Yeah, right, but they, it's not. It's not. It's a timepiece. Right, it's yeah. set in, in, like, the 60s. Yeah, 63. Yeah. yeah. Which is like, not viable or believable to me at all. No, and, like, half the songs are, you know, of, the, of that era, mm-hmm. and the other half are contemporary 80s hits, and yeah. it also was, like... They actively dance to a couple of these like contemporary 80s mm-hmm. songs where I'm like, is this supposed to be diegetic? Like they start playing I've Had the Time of My Life, and I'm like, that song did not exist in 1963. No, well, and they kind of reference that a little bit. They they they, they do have, a little meta where they have Max the club owner. Yeah, he's like, like, You got sheet music for this? Yeah, Tito's like <laughs> Right. <laughs> I love Tito, by the way. Tito's yeah. great because he's Tito also he, he's like 90 years old, the 90 year old band leader, and he dances better than Lisa the sister. Well, yeah, and he says hardly <laughs> anything yeah yeah he's just like and he does tap and he's great i was like fuck yeah yeah hunter wants the tito and max story yeah because like they have that one scene near the climax where they're like off to the side of the stage and tito's like another great year huh boss and max is like i don't know tito like it feels like everything's coming to a close like kids aren't want to gonna come to some resort to learn how to do the foxtrot with their parents europe yeah, he's like, I want to go to Europe. That's what the kids want to do. And I was like, I want this movie. Yeah. Like, them for, like, three decades just, like, running this fucking Catskills fucking resort. Like, you know you can stay there. Oh, the real place? It's yes, real. I did know yeah. that. Yeah, it's yeah. real, and you can stay in the there cabin. There was a fire. And... There was, was a fire a few years ago. Yeah, they restored it, but, yeah, there was a big fire on the on the wow. location. It's on my bucket list of things to do. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but, well, I thought it was split between, like, the Catskills and then also, didn't they do some filming in Virginia or something? For some they insurance? might have, sure, but, but the like, resort itself okay. does right, exist. The actual resort. Yeah. Like, okay. um, I mean, the 
the interior scenes, obviously. Right. Um, they could have been filmed in a garage in Nebraska. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the interior scenes, Movie I believe, magic. Were sets, what were they but... wearing in front of Foxy? What what oh, were they wearing? But what but what was they wearing? Right. What was they wearing? But why the woman hidden the sumos with her cart? <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. So when you said that, I thought it was hitting. No, hidden. And then hidden. and then I was but like, why oh, the wim- oh But why the woman hidden the sumos with her cart? Jeez. So Tina, would you like to walk us through the events of the film Dirty Dancing? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. uh, so and then we'll circle back and talk about this. Baby is the main character of the story, who is Jennifer also Gray. Francis Houseman. Everybody calls her Baby, but she decided not to be bothered by that. Yeah, her uh, opening monologue. Yeah, right? she she's indicates like, that. She's in like, the that's before I, it ever occurred to me to be bothered by that. Yeah, or whatever she says. That's yeah. not word for word, but Close it's enough, basically yeah. what she says. I mean, also I've had plenty of friends that had like weirdo nicknames. And they were just like, it's what I've always been, so it's what I'm always Yeah, be. I mean, I guess, I just assume it's because she's the younger sister, so she's the baby, and just became her yeah. nickname. They don't ever say that, though. That's Yeah, um, before I watched this, I assumed Nobody Puts Baby in a Corner was referring to, was Patrick Swayze referring to himself? Oh! I assumed that was, like, the big scene was, like, whatever, you know, was gonna, I, I knew it was a confrontation between, like, him and her parents. Like, mm-hmm. I got that through the cultural, you know, thing. But I was like, Oh, oh, she's baby. Like when, when the movie started, I was like, oh, oh, okay. And then she's literally in a corner, and I was like, oh, that takes away some of the punch of what I thought was like an interesting kind of lyrical phrasing. Oh, of, like yeah, I no, thought, it's very literal. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, they're presenting him with like maybe an ultimatum where it's like either you do this or you do that, and he's like, nobody puts baby in a corner, and I was gonna be like, that's kind of fun. Well, I oh, mean, like, kind of like like the. the the 30 or the 40s on 4 or whatever. 40s oh, yeah. on 4. 40s yeah. on 4. Yeah. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Now with new corner babies. What? <laughs> That's confusing. Um, this copy was written by uh, whoever sent that <laughs> whoever sent that DM to Watch Great Watch. So yeah, she, what do the woman, why, like, is, why is the woman h- hidden the sumos with her cart? <laughs> like rum running gangster of like no he puts baby in a corner see? yeah that's what i thought it was something like that yeah, yeah where he no, was not. baby you know no, right. no. Um, not that that was gonna be his name but like maybe she called him baby or what or maybe they referred to him as that like would a... be so cheesy yeah yeah but that's what i thought the movie was. i mean the movie is cheesy you... though wait okay so i never saw crybaby yeah. is is does anybody call him that no that? no no is, there's is just is a baby it, in the movie that cries the whole time they don't know why he is, they call yeah. him Crybaby. Yeah. yeah, so like maybe it's a conflation of that. If they made the movie now, it would be called Pussy. <laughs> Baby is on vacation with her family. Yes. They are going to the Catskills to stay at a resort called Kellerman's. Yes, uh, owned by Max Kellerman, played by Jack Weston. That's, uh, he's also in Ishtar. That's yeah, he's got yeah. one I, hell of a list. I didn't know this was a thing until I watched the Miss Maisel series. Oh, yeah. Oh, but, like, I, you know, that's... I couldn't get through it. Really? Yeah, I really disliked I, it. It took me a couple episodes to get into it, but I liked and I liked the characters enough that the weird pacing didn't. Because my issue was pacing. My issue was like, yeah, you're drawing out this thing because the episode's going to end in ten minutes, and you don't want to front load. You know, you don't want to put everything in one episode. You want to spread out over two, and then you can spread that out over more. Like it's TV pacing. Mm. Yeah. For these like long linear story, like I just I have a whole problem with this as a thing because nobody's mastered it yet. Like. Right. TV pacing like this. 
where you can just be like, just stop it then. This episode's 10 minutes shorter than the other ones. I don't care. I don't want to watch you spin your wheels. Yeah, well, so now that everything's streaming, it can be. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. No. You know? Um, and no one has gotten that yet. They're still like, it's like normal TV. You have to do blocks. And I'm, I don't care. I don't care about this. We're done. So, um, but yeah, I, did, I liked enough of the characters where I was like, I'll stick with this. And it was good. But yeah, I have no, I'm not, there's no burning desire for me to go back and watch more of it. It was cute. And I really liked the performances and stuff. And the world is great. But I'm just, eh. But yes, yeah, so there's a whole thing where like, yeah, she's like 22 and newly divorced and goes up with her parents to the resort and yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh. So I knew and about so this because then... I'm like RJ City. I'm a thousand years old. <laughs> so I know all about Catskills comedians. Okay. The Borscht Belt and yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. was like, if you were a comedian um, who wasn't actively like working in movies or doing a television show or just like being a regular, regular rotation on Johnny Carson and the other late shows and stuff, you would do the Borscht Belt. Um, and you would go between all these kind of places like this and like comedy clubs. Yes. But comedy clubs weren't the, the way we think of comedy clubs now. Right. A comedy night would be like at a theater. Yeah. So you would, you know, as a comedian, you'd go out on stage like. In, so like when people do specials or whatever, except that that yeah. was an average. Right. That thing. was just like if you were big enough to, to tour at all, that's what you did. You would just go to like theaters and locations like this, like playhouses, you know, anywhere that anywhere that has stage really. Um, but like the Borscht Belt became this like steady regular work where you could cycle the same people through seasonally. Yeah. And you know you knew like oh you know like people that do like the Carnival Cruise stuff and do additional bookings on other ships and things. Right. Or just like carnies. Yeah. yeah any kind or of like, like oh it's, it's entertainment right. business. It's it's Carnival season, which means I'll have work for the next X amount of months. Like, yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's the summer season. We're gonna have a lot more people come into these places. We'll get you in. You know, this time for a week, and then like you can come back in a month for another week, and like you know, cycle through, and this way everybody gets different shows, and you're not repeating your act to the same audience and whatever. Mm -hmm. And that's also how so many people got to coast with the same act for so long because they weren't being televised. Right. Abbott and Costello could come out and do you know who's on first forever, and nobody had seen it yet. Yeah. You might have heard about it maybe. And and then you were like you know fuck yeah when you got to see it in person. Yeah, you're like I yeah. saw the thing. I mean it's it's yeah. honestly it's what wrestling used to do. Yeah. You would be like, oh, I heard that you and this guy put on a great match. Could you come to our promotion and do another match? And they'd be like, yeah. And sometimes they would do, like, almost the same match because they're like, oh, this works. We know the flow of it. We know how all the moves work. We know. And sometimes they would be like, we'll get out there and just figure it out. Like, we know each other. We're fucking, you know. That's the dirtiest dancing. Wrestling. Filthy. Wrestling, yeah. So, Kellerman's is a popular resort, mostly couples, it seems like, but there are families. Yes. Um, but there are older couples and... Yeah, wealthy. Wealthy people, yeah. It seems to be a w very wealthy resort. And um, you could tell by the size of the cabin they're staying in, which is like a giant suburban home of a yeah. cabin. Like, yeah. even fucking Swayze, who's supposed to be like, oh, they're they're the entertainment-like people. They're yeah. lower class, you know? His fucking, like, room... It's oh, bare it's bones. Huge. It's huge. Right, but it's also basically a screened-in porch. Yes. It's freezing, I'm sure. Yeah, it just has... But it's summer, There's no so. real windows. No, it's no. just screens. Everybody can hear him going at it all night. Yeah. Yeah. And there, she meets a handful of young adults slash... I think they're young adults. How uh, old is she supposed to be? In the she's supposed to be 18. Patrick Swayze, right, Patrick Swayze is eight, uh, 24. Okay. 
Meanwhile, Jennifer Grey, I think, was 26 when she played oh, this yeah. role. Oh, yeah. She's only supposed to be yeah. 18? Okay. Yeah, she's supposed yep. to be 18. That makes it a little... She's better. going into college. She starts yeah. Mount Holyoke. Oh, Mount that's true, Mount Holyoke. Yeah, she's, she's like 17 at best, like or at youngest. Okay. Like, yeah, I think she's yeah, supposed be, to be 18. Because the yeah. whole time I was like, how old is she supposed to be? Because, like, you know, they're calling her baby and they're treating her like a like a little kid. And I was just like, she's supposed to be like, like 16 or something? Well, like, especially because Patrick Swayze drops that line right before they, they sleep together where he's, he asks what her name is. And she says Francis for the first lady in the in the house yeah. or whatever, and he says that's a very grown up name. Yeah. Which now, as an adult, gives me the heaves and jeeves. Sure, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it didn't when I was younger, but it does now. Yeah, I mean, it's just a it's a Romeo and Juliet. And I, I, yeah. I get it, but I, the whole time I was like, how old is she supposed to be? Because also, like, I don't know, Jennifer Grey doesn't read as. Like, I'm not saying she's, like, always, always, look at this old lady dancing with Patrick Spacey, but, like, no. I didn't read her as, like, 18, but I was the whole time expecting her to be, like, supposed to be 16. So, 18 is closer where I could maybe almost believe that. Yeah, I mean, But she, she reads as older, like... She carries herself older, too, I they, think. They dress her younger, like, you know, in the beginning of the film. Yeah. Like, she looks she's like... She's wearing a lot of, like, dresses and sweaters. Like, yeah. Like, a lot of, like, cardigans yeah, and, and it's, stuff. Yeah, but it's, and it's supposed to... And, she kind of looks, like, yeah. awkward in them and, like... Yeah. You know, and, like, I was like, oh, they're dressing her younger. And, like, I mean, it's also the counterpoint of, like, you know, she's always in, like, these longer dresses and flats. And then you see um, Patrick, like, uh, what's his name? His name Johnny. is Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, you see Johnny and Penny dancing, and she's got, like, you know, well, yeah. huge heels and, you know, very flowing dresses right. and, and stuff. Right, and no and so discernible doing, spine. Yeah, so you're doing, like, a major, <laughs> She does that fucking like, back bend where, like... Her head is, like, backwards between her knees. And I was like, is she all right? Well, she was a rockette. Yeah, I mean, like, she's great in this. Yeah. yeah. Like, their dancing is fucking great. Yep. But, like, there's a couple times where I was just like, Jesus Christ. Well, also, the both of them are so small. They're so little. Like, you look at their waist, and it's like... Oh, yeah. There's the, the one scene where it's like a montage moment of them practicing the dance johnny and uh, johnny and baby baby yeah and she's wearing uh like a sports bra yeah and yeah. underwear and he puts his hands on her waist and when he puts his yeah. hands on her waist his whole hand covers yeah. her waist right yes her, yep. his fingers basically touch <laughs> right and it's alarming to me she's yeah. so little yeah they're, yeah, they're, yeah. Mm-hmm. but anyway so they're while they're on this vacation uh <laughs> Baby meets Johnny Castle, who is one of the male dancers as part of their entertainment group, and his job is to give dance lessons to the female guests, yeah, we, and we a bit up, more. Yes, we pick up that Max, the owner, encourages the waitstaff, everybody, like, ask the daughters to dance, like, you know, show them all a good time, make them feel, you know, like, appreciated and loved and welcomed and all that sort of stuff, And but that's it. Like, that's his whole thing, yeah. is like... Ask them to dance, tell them they're pretty, and then fucking do not touch them because we don't need this hassle, but that is your job. Your job is to bring their food and then be like, hey, you're pretty. Would you like to dance? That's it. Also, I thought a lot of the waitstaff tended to be like the sons of people. And then a lot of the entertainers Well, the entertainers is a whole other social class. Yeah, well, because he They are outsiders. They are Borscht Belt comedians. They are like touring from place to place to place. Like this is their summer job. So there's this delineation between like what's essentially matchmaking yeah. And then the, you well, know, the untouchables. They're yeah, very like, clear about that. When like, I... um, what's the fuckhead's name? Um, Robbie? Max Cantor. Who was actually, I thought, really good in this as, like, a shitheel. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
uh, he's, you know, I don't know if he's, is he, uh, I missed if he was anybody's specific son, but he is like, you know, going to medical school. He yeah. has a, a career planned out. This is just a summer job to like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, teach him how to, the ropes of working and the blah, 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 whatever. But like, this is a, my daddy hooked me up with this job. Right. Well, that's, that's the case with the waitstaff. Like when, yes. when he's talking to the waitstaff in the beginning, Johnny and the rest of the entertainment crew walk in yeah. after he gives them the spiel about romance the daughters, dance with them, right. take them out. And it, it goes from a very, like, hey, boys, we're all in this together, to, like, oh, look, it's the entertainment well, division. And he's very clear about, like, not you. Yeah. You do not. You don't, you don't do this. Um, and it's because, I think, that they give these boys these waitstaff jobs because yeah. they are sons of wealthy people that yeah, he yeah, that he knows and, yeah. and and he so he gives them a summer job and sort of Nepotism. does he does yeah. some matchmaking where yeah. he like tries to hook robbie up with baby or with lisa, uh, with lisa which is baby's he, they, sister he tries both yeah. yeah he doesn't get anywhere with baby no but lisa seems interested so that's kind of where the shoe falls but lisa yeah. is so she's played by jane brooker brooker yes jane mm-hmm. brooker i don't she's good in this yeah. because she is um kind of despicable yeah she's very unlikable and but also as an actress she is like fearless because she has no problem like singing awkwardly and like dancing terribly like when she does that like hula song and shit oh my god it's so great because you don't like her right and she's bad at it but also as an actress you're like that's that's really good it's yeah. so grating. Oh my god! It's like remember when the Ghostbusters do the commercial for the Ghostbusters in the movie, when they're like, yeah. "Do you have a problem with ghosts?" Like they have no idea how to speak, right? <laughs> and so, like it's great to watch people act like they don't know how to act. You know, like that's yeah. really fun to me. So their dad, played by uh, Jerry Orbach, Jerry Orbach, right? maybe. Yeah. yeah. Who's who I know from Law and Order. Yeah. Yes, um, who I mentioned, Allison, famously was an organ donor, and donated his eyes. Excuse me? Yeah, as far as I know, someone is out there walking around with Jerry Orbach's eyes. Whoa. But yeah, so somebody's walking around with Jerry Orbach's eyes. Jerry Orbach's eyes. Towards the end of the movie. <laughs> Holy shit. Dad played by Jerry Orbach kind of finds out some of the stuff that like baby's been getting up into and tries to leave the uh resort early. Mm. And Lisa's like, No, Daddy, I was going to sing. And so yeah, I'm gonna be in the, yeah. the talent show. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be in the show. And, and so like you haven't heard her sing. So like when she said that, I was like, oh, she's a singer, cool. And then she does this, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, okay, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's funny, man. And like yeah. I can't remember what, but she's like, he's like, Ugh, okay, and like because the whole family, the mom, both the daughters, not into leaving early. Because yeah. the mom's like, we're paid up till Sunday. And he's like, I just thought beat the traffic. I don't know. Uh, fine. Yeah, and baby's we'll like, I want to stay with Johnny. Right. But, well, right. she doesn't say that. She but. doesn't no, say that. No, but I mean, right. like, that's, that's her yeah, feeling yeah. on the matter. So the whole family's <laughs> not into it. So Jerry Warbach is like, all right, fine, we'll stay. It's just an idea. And he's like, so. He also doesn't want to get into everything that he knows about what's been happening. <laughs> right. So he's like, what are you going to sing, Lisa? And she's like, I was going to sing this or a second thing or this. Like, she goes, like, yeah, I was going to sing, I feel pretty. Right. Or, I, I forget what the other one is. Then she goes, or, or I feel pretty. I feel pretty? pretty? <laughs> yeah. And that made me laugh. Like, I, I like that delivery and just the, like, the character. Yeah. It's good. Like, she's, not in a lot of the movie, but, like, it's a good character. It's a fun, because she's hateable. And that's right. fun. She's and a heel. Yeah. This is a Although, wrestling podcast. I mean, Fuck it. What if, what if, 
Ding, ding, ding. Hey! That's the bell. That's my bell! One of her few lines, though, is being like, you know, well, baby, you're just mad because you're not the favorite anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you're not daddy's girl anymore. No, that was interesting because, like... And so, like, you know, you get that, like, interesting dynamic of, like, her feeling like she was underappreciated. Right. You know. She's a little older, so she's not the baby, so... Um, yeah, I'm an only child, so, like, I don't, I was, I was raised with my cousin, so, you know, there's, I have, I have experienced sibling rivalry, but it is also different, so it's not a thing that I think about all the time, is, like, that dynamic between siblings, so that was an, an interesting for me, personally, where I was like, oh, I hadn't really thought about that, like, yeah, she is competing for her parents, but specifically her father's attention. Right, yep. With Baby, who has it. Yeah. Despite them, you know, not being that different in age or you know like whatever but yeah just that like dynamic and i was like oh that's i didn't i didn't think about that it's interesting well they i mean and they make it very clear in the very beginning of the movie when they're all sitting around at the table kellerman is is introducing robbie to yes. the family and says you know he's going to medical school yale medical or whatever yeah yeah jerry orbach he comes right out and says, like, well, baby will be going to Mount Holyoke in the fall. Right. Baby, our baby's going to change the world. Yeah. Robbie says, what about you, Lisa? And baby says, she'll be decorating it or whatever. <laughs> so, like, you can tell that she's the heel of the family, too. I mean. <laughs> I also, I like Max's line where he got, he's like, he's like, ah, and he puts his arm around like Jerry Orbach. He's like, if not for this man right here, I'd, I'd be, be standing, standing here, here dead. <laughs> love that it's such a good line i well, laugh i also so hard. love that he just like out, like because he's a doctor but right. he comes out of the car and he's like how's the blood pressure max yeah. or whatever and like what a weird thing to say how's the blood pressure max like i am a doctor yeah it's like it's great because like it's important later yeah yeah which when that came back i was like oh yeah like that was good and laid in very naturally in a way that didn't feel ham-handed you right know? yeah and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, that was good. Anyway, she meets Johnny Castle, who is part of the entertainment staff. She, you can tell that she's very intrigued by him. She's got a little Ooh, bit of a crush. Johnny's dance partner, Penny, as it turns out, is pregnant and needs to have an abortion. Baby sort of gets herself involved here by getting the money from her family because her family's very wealthy and they don't they trust her and they don't question her and we're able to get the money for this abortion, but the abortion goes wrong. Uh, it's botched and baby needs her father's help. It all sort of turns at that point because yeah. baby's father really dislikes Johnny because Johnny claims responsibility for Penny. Yeah, he, but it is not he, his baby. Right, his uh, the, her father misinterprets when he says like. Who is responsible for this woman here? I actually think it's Johnny that misinterprets it. Yeah. Yeah, well, because, like, yeah. he almost is, like, you know, like, yeah, like, I'm going to be, like, essentially her medical proxy. Right. Right. He, but... he, he takes, like, oh, I'll take care of her. That's what he right. thinks right. he yeah. means when he yeah. says right. that. But he's saying, like, who is responsible for knocking her up? Right. Who did this? Right. And Johnny's like, oh, me. So he thinks it was Johnny. Yeah. And then when he's like, oh, wait, baby's been, you know, like, hanging out with Johnny. I hate this. Fair. Fair, yeah. Because not only does he think that Johnny got Penny pregnant, right? And it's you think he doesn't know how to wield his penis in the '60s, which is right. a bad time to not know how to wield it. But that he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah cool. You're not going to die. Great. I'm going to bang this uh, broad." Like, right. But also, he sent her to a butcher to handle it. Right. That's the impression he gets. Yeah. Meanwhile, which we did, you know, don't we get a little bit here and there, but like it really comes to a head in the finale. Meanwhile, he thinks Robbie's great. <laughs> right, and Robbie is the one who did all this. Yes, and Lisa is like, 
he because he's flirting with uh, Lisa, and Lisa's like, I think I'm gonna go all the way with Robbie, and for some reason, Baby doesn't go like. No, he, like, knocked up the other girl and, like, he's a scumbag, like, the biggest possible scumbag and, like, you would be better off, like, just sewing it shut. Yeah, I mean, she she does warn her against him several she, times. She just says, like, he's not a good guy or whatever. But and it should be with somebody who's special and cares about you and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's more euphemistic rather than, like, hey, here's the nitty gritty, which you want to know. Right, and Lisa doesn't understand it because yeah. I guess it's the first time Baby's ever expressed any real concern for Lisa yeah. so she thinks it's her just being jealous, jealous because yeah. Lisa's been getting more attention everyone wants to bang Robbie Ugh. okay so here's the thing that I I probably shouldn't talk about on the podcast because it makes me seem like I don't know what I'm talking about and I don't so I guess it's fine um, I there is a part of this movie that I do not understand and I've never understood it and maybe one of you can explain it to me okay when Robbie has this conversation with Lisa, I mean, with a baby, because baby brings up the fact that, you know, Penny is pregnant and she needs to have an abortion and whatever. Yeah. And Robbie is just like, some people matter and some people don't. And he hands her a copy of the Fountainhead <laughs> and he says, read it. I okay. laughed my ass off. I don't understand the joke. Maybe I'm okay, missing Okay, so it. the Fountainhead is Aunt Ayn Rand's, like, novel basically espousing a lot of the values of libertarianism it's not just libertarianism it is um okay god my brain doesn't want to work um it's not individualism it's not exceptionalism there's another ism in there but it's the idea that like one should care for oneself's desires and needs over that of your fellow man Got it. It's okay. self-preservation because above I, all else. I was like, I mean, I've heard of the Fountainhead. I'd never read it. Yeah, and I, libertarianism is kind of that, but not interpersonally as much. Like, libertarianism is a little bit more like... it's Individualism? The idea, individualism, yes. Yes. It's a little more like the people should, uh, should get to tell you what the people are concerned with, and you, the government, should deal with those... Right. requests like that the people have made you shouldn't tell the people what the people want that's kind of libertarianism but individualism is like the people want well i don't give a shit because hunter wants you know hot dogs 24 7 so i need a 24 7 hot dog cart i don't care if it's a you know disruption of uh, business and it blocks traffic and what like whatever like that's what it is it's like oh me over all else yeah like, um, yeah, so that's so, why, yeah. Yeah, he. So some he, people he, matter and some people don't. Yeah. Have you read Ayn Rand? Yeah. That should be all you need to know about not reading yeah. Ayn Rand. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's fair. Right? I laughed my ass off, and like the thing is, he hands her like such a well-worn copy. Oh yes, yeah. well, and then he head. tells her he's got <laughs> oh, yeah. notes in the margin. I yeah. bet he does. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so my I mom yeah. had a copy of the Fountainhead yeah. in the bathroom at our house, like in my house growing up. Uh huh. And I didn't know what it was. I would occasionally like flip through it, and I was bored every time. I kept being like, "Is this one of those?" books with like a sexy scene in it because <laughs> i was like i don't know like it was in there it had clearly fallen in the tub it was one of those oh, books uh-huh. that was like sw you know swollen up waterlogged so i was like maybe my mom was reading this myself is this like a naughty book and i was reading i flipped through it and i'm like maybe maybe it's in here but i'm bored as shit and then when i was old <laughs> enough to be like oh i know who ayn rand is how did i not notice this was an ayn rand book fuck and i asked my mom i was like Hey, why do we have this uh, Ayn Rand book in the bathroom? She's like, oh, I forget who gave it to her, but she's like, so-and-so gave it to me. And she's like, I kind of just kept it in there in case we ever needed toilet paper. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, I was so like, what? Awesome. <laughs> well, that explains that. Yep. Um, 
because well, Penny is recovering from this operation. Well, because she has to have the operation, then she has to recover. Baby is forced to fill in for Penny at a right. couple of things. So she is uh, does a crash course and how to dance. Yes. Over the you know that very intimate sequence of events, she falls even more for Johnny, but he also kind of falls for her. And sees that she's not the best dancer, but she's trying, which he finds, you know, charming. Dad gets hip to what's going on uh, because he has to come and, as a doctor, he has to take care of Penny, you know, fix her all up, get her, you know, on the mend. And then he's like, hey, I don't want you hanging out with Johnny or any of these hooligans ever again. She kind of has a falling out with Johnny. Johnny loses his job. It's a whole... It's a mess. Yeah, it's a whole sequence of events where Vivian Pressman, played by mm -hmm. Miranda Garrison... um, she has a regular, like, I slip some money into Johnny's pocket. He comes over and gives me, quote-unquote, winky-wink-wink, elbow-nudge-nudge, private dance lessons. Yeah. Because Mo, her husband, uh, only comes up on weekends, and she's up here all week. So she has some free time to fill. Mo also plays poker all night? All night. Yeah, he comes up just to gamble, and she's up there all week getting laid by the hot dance and, I guess, wait staff. Because she's like, hey, fuck it. And then uh, Mo comes up, and I it kind of feels like he either doesn't know or doesn't. I think he doesn't care. He doesn't care because he's like, hey, uh, and he gives Johnny like a hundred bucks, and he's like, you uh, take care of my wife, give her some private lessons, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And he's like, uh, and baby is there, but not actively watching. She's she's secretly watching, but Johnny's like, I can't do this to baby. We're together now, so he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm I'm booked up with the talent show coming. I have a lot of you know practice and prep work to do. So I just wouldn't feel right taking the money. He's like, okay. So Vivian sleeps with Robbie, <laughs> which blows up in Lisa's face because she's like, Robbie, it's time for our date. And then opens the door well, to his cabin and finds them banging. Lisa has decided the night of the talent yes. show it's, is the night she's going to sleep with. She's going to go all the way with Robbie. Or maybe not the night of the talent show, but it was like the practice. Night before? Yeah, the night before, I guess. Yeah. She decides she's going to go all the way with Robbie and she's like imagining their future together. I wonder if we get a discount for our 10 year wedding anniversary. Yeah, if I come back here in 10 years, can we get the discount? It, she's totally in another world. Like, yes. she just doesn't see. So she shows up to Robbie's door to surprise him yeah. with her virginity. <laughs> and she doesn't notice the giant towel hanging on the door. Yeah. Which is a, she wasn't so naive, a clear sign to not come in. Right. Don't open the door. And she's like, Robbie, I'm here. And like opens the door and Vivian is on top of Robbie. Yeah. She's riding him like he is the L. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> so, that so um, yeah, that breaks Lisa's stupid little heart, which is fine. And um, but when Vivian comes out of Robbie's cabin, she sees Baby leaving Johnny's cabin across the way, and engineers like, oh, turns out Mo's wallet is missing, and Vivian said she saw you know Johnny walk by, so they're like, oh well, it must have been Johnny. Max, you know, the, the owner, he goes, questions him, and Johnny's like, I, I was here all night reading, and they're like, you know. Uh, Johnny doesn't have a book Yeah, in Neil says, like, have you seen Johnny's cabin? There's not a book in it. And so Max is like, come on, Neil, I'm going to show you what it feels like to fire somebody. Baby finally pipes up, because this is all, this conversation is happening right by her table at, like, brunch. She pipes up, and she's like, I know Johnny didn't do it, because I was with him all night. He was with me. Jerry Warbach is like, well, fuck. He starts steaming oh, from yeah, the yeah. ears. <laughs> and so she stops Johnny from losing his job for stealing a wallet. But he loses his job for sleeping with one of the guests. Right. So it didn't matter. Yeah. I mean, it did, but it didn't. Right. And yeah. 
you know, he tells her, like, that's great, baby. Like, no one's ever stood up for me ever like that before. But I did still lose my job, and I got to go. Bye-bye. And it's very sad. And then at the talent show the next night, you know, baby is literally in a corner. And her parents are, like, bracketing her on either side. And she's not having a great time. Johnny shows up, and he says the thing. And then they dance, and it's great. And they do the lift. They, they do, do the, the lift, lift. Which is, they yeah, did they set up. They not do before. Yeah. Um, now. So, yeah, let's talk about the lift. The only night that they can get, uh, I don't remember who it is, but it, it, whoever can get Penny this appointment with this doctor oh, who's going to perform. Yeah, Billy. The doctor's going to perform this abortion for this back alley abortion. Is Thursday, which happens to be the night of, they're going to go do their mambo routine at, at the Sheldrake. The Sheldrake, which is a, a another resort type you know place. If they don't make this appointment, they're not going to be invited back the next season. Right. So... Not only will they not get paid for this this year, yeah. they will also not get the job next year. Right. And so, yeah. like, it's a, you know, can't miss appointment, which is why Baby's filling in right. for Penny. She's, you know, she's like, hey, can't anybody fill in? And they're like, everybody else is doing, you know, we're working. We're yeah. all here working. So, like, they're teaching dance classes. They're, they have other things that they're doing that night. Like, they're running this. They're running that. You know, everybody else is working. We can't all, and Johnny is initially pretty standoffish to baby. We all work here. Yeah. Because yeah. that's what she's like, I got the money here. I, I, you know, I got it for you. Penny's kind of like, wow, thank you. And Johnny's like, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't cost anything to ask daddy for the money. Yeah. Well, she initially, Penny thinks the money came from Robbie. She yeah. thinks that baby yes. managed to get Robbie to give her the money. And well, she's like, that was the <laughs> initial plan. Yeah. 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 And she's like, no, you were right about Robbie. And yeah. She's then like, eh, he's kind of shit. That's when. Johnny's like, oh, it takes a lot of balls or whatever. He doesn't say balls, yeah. but he's like, it takes a lot of courage to ask daddy or whatever. But he says it really very... shitty. Yeah. 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 I, I was like, oh, I like that. Cause like, okay, this is a Romeo and Juliet thing. Right. And in Romeo and Juliet, like I understand the, 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 the clashes between their families, but like as soon as Romeo sees Juliet, he's like, who's that babe? Like he's initially hooked. It's not like he bumps into her, you know, at, at, at a party and is like, out of my way, fuggo. Like, <laughs> You know, but in this, he's kind of a dick to her for a while. <laughs> like, well, also, like, she's so idealistic and he's so jaded. Yeah. And the fact that, like, they were sort of able to, like, rub off on each other in a way where, like, <laughs> she say. becomes uh... more able to stand up for herself and he, like, realizes that not everything's, like, a fight to the death. Yeah, but yeah. he's working, man. I mean, here's yeah. the thing. And she's a privileged kid. Uh, yeah, but so, I mean, like, the thing is he starts to appreciate that, like, she like has these lofty beliefs and is also willing to call people out on when they're not behaving appropriately. Well, that's the thing I was getting to with the yeah. lift is that like they, they, they do the long montage, which we talked about of like him teaching her how to do this dance. And it's like, it's everything from like, you know, it starts on the two. It doesn't start on the first beat. You know, it's one, two, three, four, two, two, three, but it starts on two. So like, don't move it first. And we see like their feet and the music starts and it gets to the beginning of like, you know, the, the, the quartet and she starts to move, and he's like, no! You know, like... <laughs> and you see that a couple of times till she starts to get it, and she's stepping on his feet, and it's very cute. Yeah. And then it's like, this is my... You know, this is your dance area. You have to lock your arms. Dance I don't need space. these spaghetti arms. Like, yeah, it's your dance space. Like, lock your arms. Hold your body upright, you know? And then they do this great dance um, with one... Is it Penny or no? I think it's Penny. Penny. Is it yeah. Penny? Yeah. Who's, like, holding the smaller of, her, of baby's back and, like, moving uh -huh. her. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, then at one point, he's sitting on the floor watching them, and I'm like, I know mm -hmm. what is in your head. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. No free feet. No free feet. <laughs> Two hands to blow your nose, boys. <laughs> but, like, it's that's a great dance sequence with, you know, baby's dancing with him, but she's being, like, basically puppeteered 
by Penny. Right. It's such a good, it's so great. It looks great. Like, it's yeah. just incredible. And yeah, so, you know, she's learning this for like the week or whatever, five days they have. And tensions are high. Like, the, my favorite thing is like, is this fun for you to, to, you know, not be good at this? And she blows up at him. And oh, he's yeah. like, yeah, this is great. Like, I love to, you know, spend all my time working to do a thing just to not do it well or like, whatever. She's, you know. Yeah, she's basically like, you know, I'm I'm busy saving your ass while I want to drop you on it, I think is what she yes. says. <laughs> and um, he's like, let's get out of here. And I thought they were going to, like, go somewhere and, like, cut loose. Like, you know, we'll go to, like, up to the cabin and have some drinks or whatever. They just go somewhere else and dance. <laughs> right, but he also breaks his window. Like, there's such a, like... Yeah, he's like, we gotta go. And he's like, I left, I locked my keys in the car. He just, like, smashes the well, window. Well, yeah, he's... It's such a goofy scene because he's like, oh, I left my keys in the car and it's pouring rain. And he turns and looks at her and she just looks at him. Yeah, she's like, what, what are we doing? Right, like, you're locked your keys in your car, so what are you going to do? Right. And he doesn't say anything, she doesn't say anything, and he just, like... They've got those little, like, decorative posts with, like... Yeah, he yeah. kicks the top off the post. And pulls it out of the pulls ground. Pulls it out of the ground and breaks his window in the rain. Right, and then reaches in and unlocks the door. He's like, get in, you're getting wet, ain't you? And then right. He goes, he goes around and gets in. And then they just drive to somewhere else and dance more. Like no, I think that's where they. Well, that's when where, they drive they to the Sheldrake. Doing the no, it's where they start doing the lifts. Is it? Yeah, he takes her out and they're on the the, the fallen log. Oh, on the log. Got, on yeah. the log. And then you're they're right, just in right. the field doing the lifts, and then that's not working. So it's like okay, we'll do them in the water, and then they're doing the yeah. The, they they start. Yeah. He's talking about the balance. And that's yeah. why they're on the log. Yep. And then he, she's like, "Well, how did you get to learn dancing?" And so we get Johnny's backstory. Backstory, yeah. right? Which is just that somebody came in and was like, hey, we're looking for people to basically learn how to become dance instructors. And, yeah. like, that's a career path. And he was like, sure. And he, you know, he did it. And then, yeah, they're in a field and they're practicing the lifts, but she can't commit to it. Yeah. You know, because she's afraid she's going to fall. And he's like, well, really the best place to do lifts is in the water. And then they, they go to the lake. And that's great and really fun. Because, like, yeah, he's doing the lifts. He's holding her up. And he's like, all right. Right, and they're toppling. Yeah, he's like, yeah. maintain position. Hold on, hold your position. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm like, fall. And, like, it's really fun. It's charming. But, I, yeah, I just love, like, in any other movie where it'd be like, you know, she's like, well, fucking whatever. And he's like, we need to cool off. Yeah. Let's go get a beer or whatever. Right, and he's no. like, no, let's break a window in my car, drive to a log. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll dance on this log now. And it miraculously stops raining. Yes, it, they drove out of the rain. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about the part in the car. Where they're driving back from the shelter, from the shelter right? Yeah, and yeah. he's watching her change, change in the yeah. mirror. Yeah, which is yes. When they do the Sheldrake, you know, she's she's so good in that. Uh, Jennifer Grey is like so good in that scene because like she does the dance pretty well, but every time she's like she's projecting that she's not secure in it. She's very yeah. like uncomfortable doing it. Her eyes are so wide. Yeah. Yeah. Her face is selling that she is not comfortable doing this and is like terrified the whole time, basically. Even when she's, like, trying to... Because, like, you know, part of the Mambo is, like, it's storytelling. So you're mm -hmm. supposed to, like, you know, sell these exaggerated looks at your partner and, you know. And, like, so she's doing that, but she also looks like, oh, fuck. Like, the whole time. Well, she keeps looking at him like, am I doing it right? Am I good? Am I good? Right. And he's Every time just, they like, get together, going. yeah, in, like, a, you know, a little, like, spin or something, he's like, you're doing good. Now do this, you know. Yeah. And it's great. And, like, at one point, he's like, now do the lift. And she, like, runs at him, but bails in the last second, so just kind of runs into him. Starts and doing then, some kind of, like, yeah, jive she, she dance. She turns to the crowd and just does this, like, hand jive with her thumbs, which I have 100%, didn't realize it was a reference, 100% seeing Liz Lemon do on 30 Rock in one thing. Oh. Where I was like, oh, fuck, I know what that's from now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, shit, I didn't get that before. But it's, it's so funny. They do it fine, and they get paid, presumably, but, like, in the car ride back, 
you can see he's like, you tried. That's what's important. Like, he's not right. mad. No, he's... he's just appreciative at that point that she tried and believes that she... I think he finally has come around to this idea that she's not exactly who he pinned her to be. Yes. Where he's like, well, she, you know, she worked hard for this. Yeah. She did work hard. She didn't do exactly what Penny would have done, obviously, but she tried. Right. And she bailed them out of a, a major situation and he got paid. Right. So he, you can see that's sort of where... He's turning a corner. Right. It was didn't go as, as good as it could have possibly gone, but it definitely didn't go as badly as it could have gone. Yeah. Right, because he said, you know, you did real good tonight. And she's like, yeah, I mean, I didn't do the lift. And then he doesn't say, oh, but it's a, you know, he doesn't, like, make that okay. No. He just says, you did real good. Yeah, and it's like, he's great in that, too, because it's like, he's driving, she's in the backseat getting changed, and, like, he's watching the rearview mirror because he's like, oh, she's getting changed, which is fine. Right. Fine. I totally get it. But... Patrick Swayze as performer, like, there's a lot of warmth in his voice in that scene that hasn't yeah. been there up until this. Yeah. yeah. Which is great, like, and very, like, subtle. He's not overselling it. But I was like, oh, that's really good. And, yeah, like, really well done. Yeah. While they were there, like, towards the end of the dance, when they're kind of doing their bows to each, like, side of the stage, um, they see the Schumachers, which are this little old couple who... Very little. Right, very little, very old. Uh... <laughs> couple who are staying at um max's resort the uh Kellerman's. Kellerman's. previously we'd seen them like leaving the restaurant or whatever room you know and the, the wife dropped her purse and it had a bunch of like wallets in it which nobody questioned no at no the time. baby looks at it and, and then, like her baby and penny are putting all these wallets back in her bag yeah and the husband's like oh we gotta go and whatever so that's who it turns out stole moe's wallet that vivian tried to pin on johnny yeah and, like, Baby figured it out. She's like, oh, I bet it was the fucking Schumacher. She had a purse full of wallets. They're just like... Right. And everybody was like, how could you... You just decided to blame that little old couple. Right. And then there's a line where they're like, yeah, they, they had warrants in Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny to me. I really like that. I like this little... The idea of this little old Jewish-like couple. Like, old, old uh, couple. Very little. Being like, honey... Let's go to just, we'll just go to resorts all year round and we'll just steal all the wallets. Oh my God. This is our retirement plan. Fuck. It's yeah. not bad. Allison. If no. The if the podcast doesn't take off, you just want to go to, nah. let's just go to, um, let's just go to water parks around the nation and we'll pick uh, lockers nah. and steal everybody's credit cards. This is being recorded. It's fine. I'll cut this part out. Okay. Nah. If I didn't cut this part out, it's not, it's a bit. <laughs> this is a bit. This is a bit. Alright. <laughs> I like when Baby first finds her way to the entertainment staff. With Billy? Oh. Yes. She, like, is just not having a good time in the, you know, normal dinner and all that. Well, so, before she ends up, like, okay. seeing them all dancing and stuff like that, she gets roped into being, like... Carrying a of... watermelon. No. Oh. Gets roped into being part of the entertainment, so she gets sawed in half, and then they give her a chicken. Oh, because of Neil. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's Cousin Brucey, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. magician. And, like, I couldn't get over where I was like, yeah, I got sawed in half, and all I got was this chicken. Yeah, which obviously she didn't even keep. It was like... Yeah, no, it was there in the one scene and then It was gone. just a chicken Yeah, for show, I guess. Yeah, like, I don't get that. That whole thing was weird. Yeah. Um, but they, yeah, they're Neil, very... Neil's like, hey, babe. He's like, Neil, who again, whose father owns the resort, Yeah, is like, hey, babe, I'm connected. You want to be part of this show? And she's like, not really. And he's like, yeah, it's great. Come on. And yeah, then... the Kellerman, um, the father... Max. Yeah, he decides for her. 
Yes. He's like, you want to help me set up the show or whatever? And he says, of course she would. Sure she would. Yeah. Whatever. And so she gets roped into being the assistant. Yeah, it's smash this. cuts to her being sawed in half by a cousin, Brucey. Yeah, yeah. but, you, you know, they try to set those two up, clearly. Yes. They, they want them to be a couple, and Baby has no interest in him, and he doesn't have a whole lot of interest in her, but he's fiending interest, I think. Uh, well, I, I he's think... kind of a dick, and he's also kind of a schmoozer. So yeah. Like... yeah, I think he thinks it's a good career move. Yeah, yeah, but like he has this one line that is so cheesy and like cringy. Do you remember it? I don't know what is it. He they're standing outside. This is before he goes to take her to the kitchen to get something to eat. Oh, yeah. Okay. And he's like, I love watching your hair blow in the breeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this fucking incel. I actually feel like Billy is a bigger character in this than anybody gives him credit for. Sure. Well, he, he's a catalyst for a lot of these. Well, yes. Yeah, he's kind of things. what makes everything happen yeah. and connects all the pieces. Yeah. yeah. But also, he is the only one for a while in this movie who is actually genuinely kind to Baby. Yeah. yeah, and actually seems to be interested in her. Yes, he kind of, he's sort of like, you know, hey, you can't come up. That, that's the thing is like she after after being sawed in half or whatever, she's just like outside and it's just like I don't be around these fucking people. I hated here. Um, and she sees Billy carrying three. Is it one? Three? Is, is it two? No, it's fucking three watermelons, man. And like they are the most oblong, yeah. enormous watermelons. They're such big watermelons and. Uh, Gallagher would lose his mind. Right, that's what he was like. I gotta get up there. Gallagher's gonna flip shit if I don't get these up there. He's a piece of shit now too, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, he's yeah. right. Well, actually, at that point, it might have been Gallagher one. Who knows where he politically lied? But Gallagher two is a piece of shit. Yeah. They traded the gimmick because that family only has one gimmick, and it's smashing watermelons with a hammer. Congratulations. <laughs> Billy, get back here with my fucking watermelons, you son of a bitch. But when Billy is carrying those watermelons and he's like, you can't come in here. There's a big sign on a dumpster <laughs> that says that it's um, like staff quarters, no, no visitors, no guests, whatever. Yes, yeah. Like you didn't have a better place to put this sign. He's like, you can't, they'll kill me. Your parents will kill me. I'll lose my I'll job. I'll lose my yeah. job. You can't come in here. And she's like, well, at least let me help you. And he starts to drop the watermelons. Yeah, he's like, no, and then starts yeah. to drop them. And so she runs over and picks one up. And he's like, can you keep a secret? Which uh, is his way of inviting her in. Right. Um, Billy's played by Neil Jones, which, yeah, since we're talking about him, I wanted to... Well, I think he's great in this. But he also... Is. He also does an amazing fucking physical thing. Like, he gives her one watermelon, which is fair. Yeah. And he's got two, uh-huh. which is fair, because he's, he's built. But when they get back to the cabin, there's like, you know, they, they walk up. There's like boop, 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 like music mm-hmm. inside. Oh no, I was doing my Sharona, but it's not bad. But like, they get outside. Oh, the neck. Yes, they get in the like you know like right outside the front doors. And it's like do 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 do, and then he like turns his back. He's got one watermelon under each arm and like yeah. knocks the door open with his ass. Uh-huh. And all of a sudden the music's like da 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 da, and I was like, there's no way those doors are that soundproof. But it was really funny. But then he almost drops the one watermelon. Yeah. Like, three times, and manages to recover it three fucking yeah. times while still delivering dialogue, and they're acting. Like, the two of them are I would love to know how many watermelons they actually they fucked went up, yeah. 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 They cut, cut to Gallagher crying a single tear like that Indian from the <laughs> Don't Litter ad. Well, there's this moment where... <laughs> 
after Johnny comes in and Johnny and Penny are dancing and everybody's watching them. Yes, basically. they come in and do like a big spotlight kind yeah. of dance. Um, and uh, Baby says to Billy like, "Oh no, Billy says I don't remember how this goes." He says, "That's my cousin." That's my. Co-. He says it's his cousin, and she's like, "They they look great together." Oh he yeah, says, goes, don't not they? Even a couple. But, yeah, yeah, not even a couple. Haven't been since they were kids or whatever. Or we were kids. Yeah. But then Johnny comes over and he's like, "What's she doing here?" He's like, she's with me. Yeah, well, and he's so proud, proud of it. Yeah, like he like, wants yeah, that like, to be true. Yeah. yeah, and actually, he's very good looking, and yeah. probably would have a yeah. chance if Patrick Swayze wasn't in the room. Right, yeah. right, right. And this could have been a totally different love story, because he's he hits it off with her right away. Yeah. When they're like unloading the bags, he's chatting with her, and she lights up, and I'm like. This moment gets stolen from him. Yeah, yeah, and it's a genuine interest, and, like, he's genuinely nice to her. Right. And, like, yes, you know, he's not, like, quasi-fucking-moto or whatever. It's no. just, like, the other dude is Patrick Swayze. Right. You and have so you, no shot. Right, and it's not his fault. <laughs> but he's, truthfully, if we're looking, if this is, there's no movie in this. No, there's no. no movie in this. But he would have been the smarter choice in 100%. all, yeah. you know, all of this. And also, Johnny should have been with Penny. Their lives made sense. And right. Whatever. But that doesn't make for a movie. But no, I do no. think it's funny when you start looking. If you start paying attention to the way Billy looks at her yeah, yeah. and the way he talks to her, it's like, oh, Billy, like, yeah. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Also, she has like a real awkward thing because the very first thing she says <laughs> to Patrick Swayze Dude, is, I, I carried, carried a, a watermelon. watermelon. Which is my favorite line. And that's I real. howled. And then well, yeah. Susie, he goes, uh-huh. He well, and it, it's and one of like, the. Most popular like pop culture references. From oh that really? Movie. Yeah. I mean, it's really good because like, great. yeah, it's so awkward. And... Well, I spent my whole life explaining really terribly awkward moments just that way. Uh-huh. Like I will tell people, it's like, yeah, you know, like I carried a watermelon. It was that kind of thing. <laughs> like it just become like reference. That's mm-hmm. great. But yeah, I howled when she's like, I carried a watermelon. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah, like good for you. Yeah, and she's like, fuck, I carried a watermelon. Oh, it's like it's like Arrested Development when. Uh, when Michael like will say anything and he'll just like be like, fuck, it's wrong. <laughs> well, it, the awkwardness doesn't end there because it, uh, Love Man comes on, oh, and yeah. and Johnny like you know he's like yeah, cues her over to dance with him, and she cannot move her body to save no. her life. No, I we I empathize Relatable. with her. Yeah. Relatable. <laughs> In this, uh, in this moment. Yeah, I was no. like, if I was dancing with... If anybody's seen my wedding video, you know. If I was dancing with Patrick Swayze, that's exactly how I would dance. Yeah. Her physicality in this movie is so good, because, like, she is a good dancer. It's just that, like, yeah. she's able to be very awkward yeah. and to show progression. Right. Yeah, it's like I said, with, like, watching people who can act... Yeah. Act badly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hard to do. It's harder than you would think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's harder to get the cadence of, like, I'm bad at this without it seeming fake. And I mean, also, like... Because she's not doing the robot or whatever. No, she's just, she's... like, off time and awkward and doesn't know how to move any part well, of and, her. like, when she tries to swing her hips, it just looks like she's badly humping the air. It's yeah, yeah. so weird. It's like yeah. the exorcist. Like, oh, yeah. she's just like... <laughs> yeah, her hips have become possessed, yeah. but not in a good way. No, no, no. That was a, a very unpopular uh, Shakira track. <laughs> My hips are possessed. <laughs> Isn't she in jail now? Is she for what? Who'd she kill? What'd she do? You don't know this? No, what happened? Tax. Oh, yeah, I was oh. going to say, yeah. it's, it's usually messing with the IRS. That's they, what yeah, gets a lot of people. They gave her Wesley Snipes' room. Tax avoidance or something. <laughs> She's I don't laying know on the is. bunk and yeah. it says, like, Wesley was here. It's got a 
<laughs> with a Z. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the three-person mambo sequence that I was talking about, where she's being like puppeteered by Penny. Yeah. That's two hungry eyes. Uh huh. Hungry yeah. eyes. And I was like, oh, I like this song. Like, this used to come on at work all the time, and I was uh-huh. like, I like this. So I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, the whole soundtrack's it, great. Uh, the soundtrack is we... good, but it's weird because of that weird, it's set in yes. the 60s, but yeah. half the songs can tell. Like, and if it was just montages, I'd be fine with it. I'd be like, oh, this is just for us. Right, no. But the fact that at the end, they seem to be dancing to I've Had the Time of My Life. Like, yeah. It's so weird. I mean, also, it, it doesn't, it looks as 80s, 80s as anything. Like, yeah. there is nothing to it not, that not, feels. Not, no, it could be more 80s because Patrick Swayze does not have his roadhouse hair. Fair. <laughs> he still has but, a bit of a mullet, but it's not nearly as powerful. Can we? Because my lord. Can we talk about She's Like the Wind? Oh, yeah. Well, let's talk about it. What do you want to talk about? It's great. Great song. She's Like the Wind. <laughs> what else to say? I love it. It's great. It's one of my favorite things about this movie. I love that they decided to get Patrick Swayze to sing a song. Yeah. Like, for why, I don't know. Who thought of that? I have no idea. But it's great. And it actually makes, I mean, it's, oh my god, it's what so is the, 80s. What's the line before She's Like the Wind? Because it's, 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 it's weirdly, it sounds great in the song, but like, it's weirdly timed where it's like it's something like and i feel and i pretend i have something to offer her or something like oh i know what i know what you're saying wait I it's gotta, got a weird time I signature can't. and it's really good and really interesting i loved it so much uh hold on it's just like, a fool to believe i have anything she needs yep there yeah it is. it's so good there it is. just a fool to believe i have anything she needs she's like the way and i was like that's such a good line but it's such a weird time signature in that like in that cadence like it's so interesting yeah, it's it's the most 80s song. I mean, it's very... I think he co-wrote that? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he wrote it. I, I didn't know so. he co-wrote it. Well, it's probably like he... Yeah, I mean, he might have... Lyrics yeah. and somebody else's music. Um, might be that. But it's uh, uh, Patrick Swayze and Stacey Widelitz. Okay. Good job, Stacey. Widelitz. It does a very good job of portraying, I think, how heartbreaking that scene is where he has to leave. and He has low self-esteem. Yeah. This whole movie, despite being Patrick Swayze. Which is wild. Right, right, right. Like, that's uh, that should be a motivational message for everybody. It's like, look at Patrick Swayze. Look at Johnny. Look at him. Just look at him. Look at look at him existing. Well, and his name and is so, Johnny he, Castle. Johnny Castle. You were saying it was like Romeo and Juliet, but the thing is, his character is much more like West Side Story. Yes. Which is also Romeo and Juliet. It is, yeah. but in, you yeah, know, yeah. New York with gangs and... and this could have used a knife yeah. fight. I would have. Uh... Sure. Well, he does beat the shit out of Robbie. He does and beat the shit out of Robbie. And then before he before he really knocks him out, he's like, "Get out of here! You're, You're not, not worth, worth it." it. <laughs> Here's my favorite thing. He beats the shit out of Robbie, and I was like, oh, "Okay, this is setting up like the third act. Like, he's, there's gonna be repercussions. No one cares. No. Fuck you, Robbie." Well, my favorite part is Fuck there's Robbie, like Robbie sucks. There's a couple of people like by couples individualist beliefs yeah. or whatever. You should have been able to defend yourself better. <laughs> Yeah. Right. He has every right to kick your yeah, ass. Yeah, Robbie, why weren't you looking out for your own needs? Right. Like, not getting your ass fucking whooped. Well, and he deserved it. Because he was like, oh, looks like I picked the wrong sister. Don't worry. Dude, baby, he I went up out of nowhere. Too. He, like, literally walks into a scene that's happening that he's not involved in. And is like, hey, somebody want to kick my ass? Like, that's, right. the, that's exactly what happened. And he's like, oh, I guess I fucked the wrong, like, I was going to fuck the wrong sister. You're the whore, basically. But then he's like, but then he, not only does he insult Lisa and baby sort of in at, one at the same time. Group, he then insults Johnny. Don't yes. worry, baby. I went slumming too. He ins- yeah. He insults yeah. Lisa and baby and Johnny and also 
you know, uh, 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 what's her name? Pressman? Like, no, what's her name? Um, Lisa. No, 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 no. I don't know who you're talking the about. The pregnant either. one. Oh, Penny. Penny. Oh, Penny. He Penny. also insults Penny. Like, it's it's all four of them. It's all four right. of the characters we like. Yeah. Yeah. It's your girl and your girl's sister and your, like, colleague. Yeah. yeah. Also ex-girlfriend. Right. Yeah. And then, like, the girl you knocked up and then didn't give a shit about because you read Ayn Rand, you fuck. Yeah, well. It's great, dude. And then Johnny's just like, well. <laughs> and he, like, the way he hops off that porch with yeah. such ease. So. Yeah. <laughs> have you seen... Uh, but, but the outsiders. No. So he's uh, he's one of the older brothers in that. Okay. So he's not in the whole thing, but he shows up, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna go do a rumble, kind of deal," and they leave this house where they all sort of hang out, and he does a fucking handspring front flip over this uh, railing. Uh huh. And I was just like, <laughs> "What?" What the fuck? And then, not to be outdone, Tom Cruise hops on the hood of a car and does a backflip. And apparently, like, kind of hurt himself. Well, wow. But, like, it's... Because Tom Cruise is like, no one's gonna out, you know, weird actor me. And it's like, I like Tom Cruise. I think he's crazy as a shithouse rat. But I think he's a really interesting actor. But I like that he... Even in this, he's just like, no, you're out of your league, dude. That's Patrick Swayze. Do you not know? Like, Patrick Wazzy just, like, instead of opening a gate or hopping over it or jumping over it or stepping over it because it's not that big, he does a fucking handspring off it. And I was like, fuck. Vita works out. Yeah, I was like, how does this... I was like, how is everybody in this town not fucking this dude? Listen, you gotta be too Wong Fu. He should have just... Seriously, he should have just been like, oh, I'd love to go to the, to the fight, but I have to sleep with everyone in town. There's a line around the block. I mean, yeah. But yeah, him hopping over the thing, and I was just like... It's on now. <laughs> well, yeah. Like, that's it. You just... And he could have killed him right there. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. But I love that there are, like, a handful of couples that you had seen in that initial dance yes. scene. And they're all standing around watching this happen. And then as soon as Johnny's like... I'm done. Get, get out of here. You're not even worth it. And he turns his back. They all just, like... Oh. Yeah. And, like, continue to walk wherever they were going. Nobody says anything. Nobody's no. concerned. I was looking at some of the extras in the background. Yeah. And, like, none of them is even doing, like, oh, my God, did you see that? Nope, like, they no. just sort of turn. They're just like, yeah, fuck Robbie, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, and everybody's he, like, oh, we knew this was coming. And, like, uh, uh, Baby's, like, up on the little porch thing, like, three steps up. Uh, Johnny walks up to her, and he's just, like, you know, he just sort of looks at her. She puts her arms around his head, and, like, she, like, yeah. hugs him. Where she's just like... It's fine. I know you had to whoop his ass. I'm not mad. Right. <laughs> She's into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're um, all into it. Same. Okay, so there is a scene that I think is really well done, and there's no words spoken. And it's the scene after, it's actually, I think, the first time that Baby spends the night in his cabin. The next day, Baby goes to check on Penny. Yeah. And Penny's like, oh, your dad's so wonderful. He says, I'm going to be okay, and blah, blah, blah. I can and still then, have kids. Yeah, Johnny comes in, and he's like, how are you? How is everything? And she says, oh, the doctor says I can still have babies. And he was, like, so happy for her. Yeah, he's like, that's great. Like, and there's a weird tension between yes. Baby and Johnny. And he doesn't really say anything to her. He doesn't say hi. No, you know. and she doesn't. She, her whole demeanor changes when he comes in the room. Because he doesn't say anything, and she's like, oh. Right. And she sort of shuts down a little bit. She leaves, and she's outside of the yeah. cabin. Yeah, and Penny's like... What are you doing? What is this now? Right. And the one thing that kind of makes me laugh is the way she says this, because she says it like it is so 
what's the word? Dramatic. It's so extra. She's like, you need to end this now. <laughs> like, it's so pronounced. Yeah. Now. now. And, um, and he's just like, yeah, and like, brushes her off. Right. And then as he leaves, he sort of like, you know, nods, I guess, at her, but she's very uncomfortable. Baby is Baby. very uncomfortable. Yeah, he walks outside and he's... She's outside. He's and, not expecting to see her because she left the right. cabin. And so he kind of nods a little bit in acknowledgement. They don't say anything. And then he starts to walk away. And she says, Johnny. Yeah. And the way she says it, there's a tone in her voice that breaks. Yeah. Like she's going to cry. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he just turns and looks at her and very slightly smiles. smiles. And then she smiles. Yeah. And then he walks away and like, it's just, you know that everything's okay. Yes. Like, they're fine. And it's such a well done moment. It is. You can it's, see it it's and very hear small. it. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have a big blowout fight. No. They're not telling you everything they are feeling. Right. Like, through dialogue. Like, it's all acting and it's really good. I yeah. noticed that too. Yeah. This is some dialogue I like. So, they find out that, you know, Penny's in a bad way. She, uh, baby goes and wakes up her mom, uh, her dad. He comes... He's like, all right, I'll, I'll take care of this. But he says to Baby, like, you're not the person I thought you were. Right. Which mm-hmm. is devastating, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, I get it. The next day, because he's also, you know, this, this is when he's like, who's responsible for this girl? Meaning uh, right. Penny. And Johnny's like, oh, that's me. Um, and he's like, mm-hmm. So then he's, you know, when he finishes up, they're all, everybody's crowded around outside, you know. Walks outside, he shakes hands with, like, you know, somebody. Billy. Billy, yeah, he shakes, he's like, you know, thank you, thank you so much, doctor. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Johnny goes to shake his hand, and he just sort of, like, looks at him and walks away. Yeah. And so the next day, Baby goes to apologize for the way her, her dad treated Johnny. And he says, the reason people treat me like I'm nothing is that I'm nothing. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, because he talks Holy about shit. how his like she he's not upset with her father. No, he's not because at all. he's like you know he what he did I could never do. He saved her and and he does amazing things and people think I'm nothing because I am nothing. Yeah, I whatever. was like, oh my god. Um, and she of course is like that's not true. That's not true at all. She like, says you're everything. you're everything. Yeah, um, which is adorable. And then there's a moment where like they leave his his cabin and like she builds him up a lot, but they leave his cabin and he talks about how. He had a dream that, like, her father would, like, be, like, arm-in-arm with him. Yeah, they, they, so they sleep together after that, after her apology. Yeah. And then that might, I don't remember if that's when Vivian, it doesn't matter. It's gotta get all turned around at this point. Yeah, but at one point they're just, like, walking back to the main, like, camp area. And they hide from her father. Yeah, on a higher up path, and they're looking down, and her father and Robbie and Lisa all walk out, and her father, like, puts his arm around Robbie, and he's like, yeah, ha, 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 you know, she and Johnny, like, crouch down, and he's like, this all sucks. Right, and you... she's like, I don't think he saw us. And he's like, that's not what I'm... Well, right, also, he she just spent all this time building him up only to hide him again. Right. And so he's obviously hurt, and right. he's like, you know what, I was hoping that maybe one day your father would put his arm around me like he did Robbie. Right, which is um, the dream that he has, which is, right. like, so sad. Yeah, um, and he's being blamed for things that he didn't do, and he's a much better guy than Robbie, but Robbie has money, so Robbie's the better guy. Right. Um... What I think is interesting, there's actually two things that go with this that I like. And the first is when um, Jerry Orbach, her father, is sitting... George is his name, right? I think so, yeah. Uh, he's sitting, like, on a... I just a, kept writing Dad. On a dock. Yeah. And she comes out to talk to him. And he doesn't say anything to her. And she's like, you know, um, I know you're dis- I know you- I disappointed you, but you disappointed me. Yeah. 
Um, and if you love me, you have to love all of me and whatever. And he doesn't say anything, but he starts to cry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very sweet. It's like it a is. very sweet moment. Orbach's really good in this. Yeah. Um, and then what I find interesting is at the end of the movie, when he realizes that it's Robbie who got Penny pregnant, because Robbie tells him. I think it's so funny. Yeah, George Rob, gives Robbie him, assumes that she's like told, told her everybody. father. Yeah. yeah, Jerry Orbach gives him letter of recommendation for medical school. Is that what it was? I, think I so, thought yeah. I thought it was cash. He was giving. No, him. I think it, I think it was like a yeah, like a written. That might make oh. more sense because yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was because I was like, Maybe. why? That's weird to give him money. I mean, yeah, it's not I thought like it he's was in like the a family. Tip. Because right. he was Maybe. taking care of them for the, the whole thing. The fact that Maybe. it was like, full, like was... in an envelope or something, yeah. I just assumed it was a letter. Yeah, I thought it was money. Like, but there's it a lot of people be... handing cash to each other just like cash. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I got the impression it was a lot of money, like yeah. towards his the, tuition. Yeah, because the yeah. envelope looked thick to me. But he but says whatever. this is for medical school yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I mean, um, it could have also been a letter of recommendation. Either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah either way. But he goes to give it to him and he's like, oh, I want to thank you for what you did with Penny. and Taking care of the Penny situation. Yeah. And he realizes that, and he, like, snatches the envelope yeah. back. But when Which also, he... if it's a letter, kind of makes more sense, almost. I guess. You know? I mean, I wouldn't give him money, either. No. Well, yeah. But, but he... like, I think also, like, it's it's definitely like, oh, yeah, you definitely want that back if, like, right. now you don't want anything to do with I that kid. My, right. I don't want my name associated right. with you. Right. right. So, um, Johnny comes in during the, the last show, and he does the nobody puts baby in a corner and all that. Right. Jerry Orbach approaches him and he after the after the dance and he says, um, you know, I I knew I found out I know that you're not the one who got Penny in trouble. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Yeah. But he never apologized. No, no. I mean, I guess we could call that an apology, yeah. but he never really Listen, apologized. It's an approximation the, of an in apology. In the 60s, that was great. Did you yeah. ever see The Wonder Years? <laughs> Dan Loria is not apologizing any more than that. That's all you get. Yeah, that's true. Like you're, you know what, Kevin? You were right. It's yeah. not exactly I was wrong, but right. Well, and I mean, he's obviously a man of a lot of pride, and yes. won't. Yeah. Doesn't that's a you get the impression that's a big deal for him to yes. say yeah. like when I was, you know, I was wrong. Yeah. Now I have a question for you. Do you think that that specific scene of Robbie almost having completely gotten away with it to in the end just fucking garbage mouth too much? And end up fucking, you know, selling himself up the river. Do you think that was the scene where they were like, we need this guy for, uh, what was it? What what show was he on? Jerry Orbach. Law and Order. Oh, Law and Order. Law and Order. Yeah. Do you think that was like, they're like, oh, look, he has experience with people fucking digging their own hole. Oh, I don't know. They're like, look, all we did was put Jerry Orbach with, with Robbie and he just was like, hey, yeah, I, 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 I got that girl pregnant. I'm a piece of shit. And Jerry Orbach was like, huh. <laughs> and they're like, look, just, and they, they put saran wrap on the screen and they just drew like a trench coat on him and they drew a badge in his hand they're like i don't know this might be our guy maybe yeah seems I'm... like it like that's a lot of that's a lot of law and order is like and i would <laughs> i would have gotten away with it if i didn't just keep fucking talking and be like yeah, yeah. and then i killed that hobo fuck if it weren't well, like, for those meddling kids yeah i mean with with robbie it's also very interesting because like yeah he couldn't conceive of baby not ratting him out or anything his like what... whole assumption is like yes he definitely knows and is okay with this yeah yeah it's the you thing know? um I, i've talked about this i think it's one of the guiding principles of the way i interact with people in the world is like i let you tell me who you are 
Yeah. Uh, I read a thing years ago, I guess at a formative age, because it has stuck with me, in probably Cosmo. I was probably reading that instead of The Fountainhead. Yeah, I was going to say, so not The Fountainhead? Yeah, not in the, fountainhead. it was in the bathroom, and I was like, Fountainhead, no. I'd Nothing rather... dirty in that, but Cosmo. No, Cosmo. There's feet in that. Um, yeah, well, there's feet. <laughs> oh, boy, is there feet ever? Is there ever feet? Oh, Two hands. I'm going to learn about issue. the G spot, Fuck the H spot, yes. the I spot, and the J spot. I'm learning all the alphabet. Anyway. They're all in the feet. <laughs> They're all in the feet. That's what they don't tell you. That's what I'll tell you, gentlemen. No, there was a thing that was like, how do I know if your partner's cheating or whatever? And But the thing was, like, if they constantly accuse you of cheating and you're not acting weird or suspicious or shady, it might be that they are cheating and they are projecting. Working in retail, I use that all the fucking time. You know, People tell on themselves. Right. Yeah, They're yeah. being a little too, like, aware of where, of where everybody is. It's like, oh, you're not worried about other people stealing or about people stealing from you or doing something to you you want to see if we notice you're doing shady shit right and like that's how i just interact with most people you talk to somebody long enough they will tell you who they are and that's kind of you know that's robbie being like well i obviously would have ratted everybody out to make sure that i didn't you know no blame fell upon me so she must have done that well he also does that thing that racist people do yeah uh, for example, because we're both white, if I'm a racist, I will say something racist to you right. about another race because we're on the same team. Right. And and assuming that you are going to agree with me because we're white. Oh, yeah. And that is kind of the conversation he has with uh, Jerry Orbach is it's like we're men. Right. We make this, you know, sometimes we're men. Get, we impregnate yeah, the Sometimes health. you get women yeah. knocked up and you got to take care of that. No, or well, not like, take care of it. And right. like, yeah, his other thing is like, I mean, she said it was mine, but like, who fucking knows, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, yeah. she, I mean, she like, whatever. And Jerry Box like, whoop, heel turn, walks away. We got anything else to say? I like Baby asking Johnny, have you had many women? She oh. speaks like such a dork. Yeah. Yeah. The whole movie, like, she straight up tells Penny, I envy you. Yeah. She... Which is like... Not a thing that normal people say to each other. It's a thing you say in, like, a Shakespearean film or some kind of bodice ripper, like... Or you don't say it with that kind of gravity. Right. Yeah. I like that Neil uh, goes up to Johnny. So Neil, the, the famous, the crawling across the floor, like, how do you call your lover boy? Mm -hmm. I say, hey, lover boy... That what was such he, a fun scene. It's so fun. Apparently that was uh, not improvised, but... Kind of, yeah. Uh, the, the director saw them doing that to, like, loosen up and, yeah. like, warm up before the scene and was like, oh, we're putting that in. Which is great, like, because it, it's it's full of character. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because they famously did not get along. On and off, yeah. Um, He, later on in his life, apparently tearfully apologized to her about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently but, they were... So I didn't realize this. I've never seen it. They were in Red Dawn together. Yeah. And, and that... they did not like each other in that. I don't know to the extent of like what right. they were, how many scenes they were in together, what the characters were like. But she didn't like him from that. But he also recommended her for this role. Like when he saw that yeah. she was up well, for the role, he was like, oh, she'd be great. Yeah. Well, he... I think they did a screen test together or something. Because... Well, then they did a screen test yeah. after that. Um, Cause she, she made it through the first round of, uh, you know, potential babies and, then they did screen tests with everybody, and theirs was, like, off the charts. Like, yeah. they loved their chemistry. And, yeah. And they're not wrong. But apparently, like, as the production wore on, they got along less and less. And then uh, at some point, maybe the director? I'm not sure. Somebody showed them, was like, hey, this is why we hired you both, and showed them their screen test. And they were like, oh. And then tensions were loosened again. So he apologized for it 
and but he talked about it in his like autobiography. Oh, okay. And he says that he was very easily frustrated with her because she would cry a lot when given direction or criticism and would also have moments of like severe silliness where they had to continuously reshoot because she would get giggly or like couldn't keep a straight face. And so it was a lot of frustrations with Right. Not her personally, but working with her. The stop yeah. start. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he, yeah. he was her, there to work. And, her right. process. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. His version of doing the best I can was not the same as her right. process. So, yeah. Hunter and I collaborate on a lot of stuff and come at it from very different directions sometimes. And the only way that we are able to get things done is that we do Sex. a lot of... <laughs> we also do a lot of talking around things During to, sex. like, see... No, I'm kidding. But no. <laughs> Somebody should record the vases I'm making at Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> now, you look at things a lot differently than I do. Thank God you're not hitting me with your purse. It's so big now. It used yeah. to be much smaller. There's not much in it. It's too big. It's I ordered true. it online. I didn't know it was so big. It's very cute, though. It is very... I really liked it. It's very striking, but I don't want to be struck with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's built for striking. Yeah, you used to hit me with your little purse, and it was like... It, it was wasn't... Like, what you got it was buckles? my keys I used to hit you with. <laughs> yes. My keys. You still oh, have your keys too. And I don't have car keys anymore. Oh, so. God. You had so many keys. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you were saying like we, we collaborate and we approach yes. things from very different mindsets because right. we're right. very different people. Right. We could very easily be way more volatile except that you and I will take the time to like talk out some things yeah, if I'm, there's friction. So here's the thing. I'm old. Uh, I've done this dance many times with people. Arguing doesn't work. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you have to be like, this is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to say. Let's, let's, let's take a walk. Let's get outside. And then we drive to a log and we dance. In the water. Yeah. Right. And then we go to a field and we practice the lifts. Then we go to the lake. And you blow your nose. You blow it up. Two hands. So, we veered tragically off course, off topic. We should wrap this up. Oh, shit. Do we have final thoughts? Yes, I've had the time of my life and I owe it all to you two. Oh, you stole my bit. Oh. I was literally going to do like the vote. And then instead of saying like, bye, thanks for doing this. I was going to be like, I had the podcast of my life. And I owe it all to you too. Oh, well. I swear it's the truth. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. You can put that at the end. No, no, no. It's fine. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. It's, I got my, no ending. Mine was not nearly that yeah, good. It's fine. It's, it's great. Um, no. <laughs> I guess this is your stinger. No, it's fine. Uh, do let's let's do the vote. Yeah. Um, well, Tina, you 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 chose this film a while ago, and I <laughs> I resuggested it. I I forgot. I I recommended yeah, I we don't do remember it. what the situation was. You I think you, you might... definitely were like, oh, I would do that, but I don't remember what context that it was brought up in. I think I might have found out you hadn't seen it. Which was enough. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah. The same way that I think we need to do Beverly Hills Cop. I have seen that. Yeah, but... <laughs> so good. Uh, fun fact. Michael knows the theme. Yeah. But didn't know that that was the theme for the movie. Okay. And didn't... Has never seen the movie. Because I was like, you know the theme song. I was like, it's very well known. Yeah, yeah. If you don't know Beverly Hills Cop, you know the theme song. And I played it for him, and he went, oh, Axel. And I went, "Yeah, right, Axel Foley. And he was like, what? Yeah, it's that, because it became like a ringtone uh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Axel F. 
Yeah, and he was like, <laughs> yeah, and That's he what it's was, called, yeah, right? it is. That's very funny. And <laughs> he was like, what? And I was like, Axel Foley. Axel F is Axel Foley from Beverly Hills Cop. I was like, that's that song was written for Beverly Hills Cop. It wasn't like a song they used. And he was like, wait, what? Yeah. And I was like, you have to watch the movie. But anyway, I've always loved Dirty Dancing. Um, it changes as I get older too. I guess yeah. like most movies do. I'm sure we've talked about this before. So but... was this originally like a like you watching it being like this is what like romance is yeah so when i was a kid this was a very romantic movie and as an adult it's not it, it's it, not there's there's moments of it that are romantic but you know i have this moment of like well i i think and like because I, I deal with this too i try to you know review stuff that's for kids right and based around and for a younger audience and i'm kind of like Am I too old to get what this is shooting for? Can I put myself in... Like, I still think this is a very romantic movie. I think there are dimensions to it that don't present themselves to you when you are that age and young... You know, when you are younger. Um, but like, I you might th- not understand the Fountainhead. Right, you might not understand the Fountainhead. <laughs> I mean, just like, so Romeo, fucking funny. Well, just like Romeo and well, Juliet. Romeo is older than Juliet in Romeo and Juliet. I can still see how this is, like, a romantic touchstone for people. <laughs> um. Yeah, no. I guess what I mean is... It is still a romantic story, but when I watched it when I was younger, you know when you're younger and you have this belief that, like, love is always painful? There's got to be, like, a lot of big drama yeah, and dynamics to it. Yeah, it can't just be, like, calm and boring, because that's what love really is most of the time. At least the healthier relationships are sort of calm and boring. It's not that. It's that when I watch it, I go, hmm. That is sad that he had to leave and all that, but you guys wouldn't have, this relationship wouldn't have continued. Right, without you know, the grand gesture. Right, this wouldn't have continued. So it was an ending that needed to happen, though I actually spent some considerable amount of time after I watched the movie this most recent like viewing, um, wondering about if Baby as a character is, you know, in her 30s or 40s and now married with kids and whatever and still thinks about what would have happened if Johnny hadn't left you know and I think that's actually a more interesting place to look at it from and I think that's my age it's not sure it, I yeah. looked at it differently when I was younger where it was like so tragic he had to leave and they were so perfect and now I look back on it and I'm like actually I think Billy would have been a, a healthier relationship and I think that um you know Johnny really was made for Penny and anyway so I, I think I see it differently now, but I think it's a great story. I think it has a lot of really interesting dynamics uh, between class and between gender and mm-hmm. it um, and and the way that life changes so much with your family, like growing up and you know her father not knowing who she is and she doesn't know who she is. And so I think there's a lot of um, layers to this when you really look at it Mm -hmm. as much as it's like a fun, you know, um, pop culture referenced movie. I think that there's a lot of layers to it that make it really important, an important coming of age story. Um, And baby is a little bit older than the typical coming of age story, but she mentally is there, I think. Mm -hmm. So um, she's sheltered until like, this is, her eye-opening right moment. yeah, yeah. It's so the I, summer before college which yeah. is a major page turner for a well yeah and, and yeah. it's a it's a conversion into adult life and yeah. so i think it's really it's an important story i think it's really well done i think the acting by and large is really good yeah um i think 
I don't think there's anybody in this where I would say they did a bad job. Acting. No, no. Especially um, like the leads, I think, are all really good because they're they're juggling a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's got some holes, like anything, especially with the <laughs> the fact that it's supposed to take place in 1963. Well, if you told me, 80s yeah, if you told me 1969, I might be like, hmm, maybe. Uh, they didn't necessarily nail it as like a period drama. No, not at all. And I think no, that's... and they do try because they do they talk do a lot try. about like current events for the time. Yes, but like it, it again, like it doesn't that's read how I visually was able to date specifically. It was all the references to Vietnam. Yes, so, you it know... doesn't read visually very like 1960s. And again, up until the end, having them having non diegetic music like montage music be like 80s music, I'm like, okay, it's the year it was made in. But then the final dance is to Time of Your Life, where I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I think that's not a problem with this movie so much as it's a problem with the 80s in general. The 80s has such a vibe yes. and such a feel, yeah. and, it's, and it saturates and permeates everything that's created within it. Everything that was created in the '80s feels like the '80s. It you, it's, it's inescapable, yeah. and so there's that about like it. me. Like yeah, well, also too, too big to do anything else. Yeah, you know. But I think it's got a great soundtrack. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the songs are all really good. It's super quotable. The like '50s and '60s music that's in it is good. Yeah, like it it is quotable. I think the performances are like really solid. It's um, fun to watch. Um, yeah, and it's. It's got layers. It's funny. It's smart, and it's uh, sad, and yeah. it's all these things. It's it's really well the, done. The I think. family dynamic is the most interesting thing to me. Like, so I didn't know this had like an abortion subplot until recently. Roe v. Wade being overturned mm. because Jennifer Grey was on The View, and they talked about it, and oh. she was like, "This was made at a time that like uh, abortions were available." But it was made about a time when they were still illegal. Right. And now that, you know, illegality has returned. And she was like, I'm sick over it. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was like a thing in this movie until I, I somebody shared the clip. And I was like, I watched it and I was like, that's fascinating. But yeah, no. And like, I didn't know that was a dimension to it until I saw that, you know, within the past like two years or whatever it was. And uh, I was like, wow, that's, like, really interesting. So, like, I went into this waiting to see how that was, like, handled and doled out and whatever. And, I, like, that's a, another, like, really interesting dimension to it that's not, it's not overt. It's not about that, but it's no. not not about that. No, no I mean, but like, it doesn't feel show... heavy-handed. But yeah. also they show Penny and she goes from looking, like, so, like, beautiful and ethereal to when looking she's so yes. sad. Mm -hmm. Yes. And then looking so sick. Right. Yeah. That, like, it's really arresting the times that you see her and, like, the public facade versus, like, this, like, kind of underbelly. How she is you feeling. Know? Yeah. 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 We talked about uh, uh, the, 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 the son, uh, uh, Neil, taking, taking baby to, like, get a midnight snack. And while they're, like, browsing through the fridge and Neil's like, we got this and we got this, she sees Penny, like, in a dark corner of the kitchen, like, crying Right. Over, you know, this, uh, her situation now. And, you know, she, uh, baby's like, oh, we're fine. Let's get out of here. And, like, she tries to get Neil as far away as possible. Because, like, 
if he because he's the boss's son if he finds out that like the the help is you know like not working when she should be working or whatever the fuck like it would be bad for her yeah, so like at the time we don't even know what the issue is no no, no. she's just right. in distress no we from... do see like uh johnny telling i don't remember who somebody like she needs a break she's taking a break she needs a break yeah and he says it very like pointedly but we don't know what the issue is yet but yeah like oh yeah somebody in the gazebo is like oh where's the where rocket yeah where yeah. is she where's yeah. Penny? yeah yep and like yeah, I mean, like, it's not, again, the movie's not about that. It's not a movie about, like, abortion or abortion rights. But it's not not about that. It's about, you know, like, it's, and I, I, the fact that it's presented as very matter-of-fact is really impactful. Yeah. Like, it's like, this is, you know, this is a thing. Like, this isn't over-dramatized. It's barely dramatized at all. Dramatized. Yeah. Dramatized. Right. Sure. Listen, I just write for a living. I don't know words. I don't know words either. No, when I type a word, the computer puts the little green or the red line under it to tell me whether it's right or not. Mm-hmm. Here, here's the, I'm not trying to judge you, man, because like I've also definitely made these kinds of flubs. No, but also uh, language is fluid, so yeah. dramatized. I coined it. Every time you use it, I get a nickel. <laughs> no free feet. Uh-huh. No free feet. No free feet. Hey, watch, great watch. No free feet. Give me the nickel. Dramatized. So I think it's a great watch. Yeah. Yeah, I also unsurprisingly, Tina. I also I also think it's a great watch. I had a good time. Um, I like. I think I've across the board liked the dancing movies we've done. Yeah. Um, dancing's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, dancing's it, fun. It looks fun. Um, like, yeah, I don't. I don't know that it's fun, but I. I I've danced, fun. but I dance like fucking Elaine. Like I dance <laughs> like a goddamn goober, and it's fine. Like I have a good time. Yeah, you see the movie and you cry, and then you see the dancer at the end and you cry again. I cry again, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's the thing. Is like if if dance if you're dancing to like just enjoy yourself, I've done that and it feels great and I love it. If you're dancing to be like you know have to walk off the dance floor and have somebody be like, "Hey, can I buy you a drink? Let's go back to my let's share a cab." Like, no, it's never happened to me, but I had a good time. <laughs> Did you have to do dancing in gym? I mean, like the electric slide. Does that count as dancing? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we well, never danced in gym. Well, so we did a whole unit on group Footloose. dances, is what they called it. <laughs> One of my favorite movies. Really? Yeah. I can't stand it. Really? Really? Yeah, maybe we oh, you're do coming it. back off for Footloose. <laughs> We're going to Footloose fight. Yeah, I, can't li- stand I that liked movie. Footloose. Fight I loose. think I only saw it when I was like 15, but I liked it. Dude, I love that movie. All right. Um, I, yeah. I, I, I have a soft spot for Kevin Bacon because he's a local boy. See, so I have loved all high school. Michael yeah. confuses dan- Dirty Dancing with Footloose, and it it strikes a nerve. Oh, no, they're very different. Yeah, yeah it strikes a nerve. Yeah, yeah, this is sexy dancing. Footloose is angry dancing, yeah. which is why it appealed to me. <laughs> right. Also, um, I mean, all right. I think I saw in the IMDBA that uh, Footloose and Flashdance both had, like, dance uh, alternates or whatever. Um, oh, double, yeah, people d- doing the dance dancing. Doubles. Yeah. And so with this, they were specifically casting for people that could dance because yes. they didn't want to have to double anybody out. I, I read think... that Jennifer Grey had a double on the log scene. That's what that's I was going to say. The yeah. only scene is the log scene. And it's just double. for her because that's definitely Swayze. Yeah, well, also Swayze hurt sure, himself but... doing the log Yeah, shit. apparently he, he, like, they offered him to, like, hey, would you like somebody to sub in because we're just shooting, like, waist down. We don't need you. And he was like, no, no, I can do it. And apparently he kept doing it and kept doing it and, like, hurt his knee. A lot of things we've done, like, Flashdance, uh, uh, Strictly Ballroom, and um, what was the other one? Saturday Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, uh, social strata class, yeah. you know, th- 
things happening, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like that seems to be a pretty common theme for a lot of those. Um, and I, I yeah. guess it's got a lot to do with that. It's like artistic expression because, like, I think also it's the idea of an art as a place where everyone, everyone is equal. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. I honestly, I think this is a great watch. Uh, this was really, really well done. Every time uh, we've watched any of these, all three of these dance movies, not uh, strictly ballroom aside, but okay. Flashdance, Saturday Night Fever, and this, I've been surprised at the like emotional and story content that's not dance related because I came of age uh, like in film when dance movies were really on the rise and like they have romantic subplots but they're subplots the oh, plot is dancing you're like the step up like, generation yeah or like save 100%. the last dance yeah. where yeah. it's like oh romance but also she's trying to get into juilliard and let's right. be real yeah. the, the dancing is the is the a plot and yeah. romance is oh, b or something or, else is or, b or c like um, and so what was the one i showed you about the ballet center company center stage yeah i love center stage I really liked Center Stage. I've never seen it. I really oh. like dance movies, it turns out. Yeah. There's so much in this that's like, it's not what it says on the tin. You know, yeah. like, I thought this was a dance movie. So this is Around the Horn, Great Watch. Thank you both for uh, uh, recording uh, with with me. This was great. Tina, do you have uh, anything you would like to plug? Direct people to your social medias, your 90s uh, nostalgia page? No, no. No. find it if you can if you can find it and Search you message mu- me on it mud right, listen, wait. if you can find it and you dm me on it i'll give you feet pics <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna get free feet oh my god you don't i don't i don't well i mean honestly, I, it's there's... a pretty fair bet because that's a lot of legwork <laughs> from like the pool of maybe like 50 people that it's are actually fine. listening to this you can follow us on twitter and instagram at hwgw podcast on both of those platforms you can email us with questions and comments and recommendations and uh, corrections and omissions and consternation at right hate watch great watch that's w-r-i-t-e-h-w-g-w at gmail.com guess every other wednesday that's every, every other, other wednesday, wednesday on moviejohn.com and please support the movie john patreon patreon.com slash movie j-a-w-n john for all kinds of fun stuff um monthly tiers start at three dollars hunter will be mean to you in the dms that's right if, if, if you that that's yes. a steal well it's been fun <laughs> feels like i'm not coming back very good everybody thanks uh, uh thanks for listening thanks you all for being here goodbye 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 People fucking love it. Tina, I don't know if you know this. People fucking love snakes, dude. (laughs) Yo, they really do. This has been a movie.